Yo, 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 hello, 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 and welcome to your aunties could never family gathering. Your favorite aunties have arrived, and now the party can start. I'm Auntie AK, and I'm here at the party with Auntie Farah, Auntie Nana, and Auntie Sade. Hey, my ladies, how are you? How are you? How are you? Good. Not as good as you, though. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm very, very good. Um, as you can see, I've got new settings, people. I'm in Ghana, and it's lovely. And I'm my wonderful cousin is hosting me, and it's lovely. It's been lovely. Like you it. have that Ghana glow, like you're shining. Yeah, literally. Like already. Very, I love mm, it. The sun is seeped in, in, into my bones. Some today. people might be hating, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what you're saying, Auntie Farah. I don't, you know, it's a, it's an audio show as well. We don't know what you're saying, pointing to. <laughs> can the people who are not, can people in this country please tell the other person on this podcast to stop? <laughs> I find it offensive. Yeah. Thank um, you very I, much. I, I would find it offensive if I wasn't me. <laughs> I, I but, have um, one more question, though. Is it sunshiny, su- shining, or is it like hazy days? No, it's sunshining. I've I've not been out. Do you know I haven't been in peak daytime. I've been out late afternoon, but um, it's sunshine. I was working outside on the veranda, and um, the sun was beaming down. <laughs> I love it. I cannot wait. I swear to God. One of my biggest problems in London is that I can't stretch the plug to work on the, in the dead balcony. But now I have a veranda. I can now work on. <laughs> Miranda, <laughs> the sunshine. But there's a plug behind me. My cousin was like, "Darling, why don't you go outside and work on the veranda?" So I did work on the veranda. <laughs> I hope all the mosquitoes come and bite you. Oh, How dare you! That was evil, first. Look, I've got one bite, but I hope oh, really? Go on, scratch it. Prove my theory. <laughs> so wicked. She wants me to get rottenly eaten. Anyway, I let's don't get really. I don't. I'm I know just, you don't. But I'm gonna. Been lucky if you look all here. I'm literally yeah, gonna open the gate. So no, it's fine. I prefer you to hate in front of me. Okay, let's go. The party's about to start. Get your plates. Get your drinks. We're about to start the show, Auntie Farah. Let's go with the game. Okay. Would you rather? Would you rather not have, for the rest of your life, <laughs> sex, takeaway, your smartphone, or Netflix? Netflix. Not for the rest of my life. Yes, yeah, one has takeaway. to go forever. Takeaway. Say them all. Sex, takeaway, your smartphone, or Netflix? Oh, yeah, Netflix. Netflix easily. Over takeaway. Because te- <laughs> because I, I don't live on takeaway, but imagine if like you need food on an emergency, you can't get food. Ever. It is like if you wanted something to eat, you know, and you could yeah, and then Netflix, you can always find a way to watch every show. No, no, no. Definitely. And there's so much more now than Netflix. It's like yeah. Apple TV. I've been watching Netflix. Amazon Prime. It's like, yeah, I could do without Netflix. I can't do without takeaway. I think takeaway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I could do without takeaway. Definitely. I, I should do without that takeaway. Set. Bloody hell. Do you know, know how things like, 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 like,
I don't eat that much takeaway. That's why I'm like, but then I feel like in an emergency, I'd hate that I wouldn't be able to get it. The one time that I want to get it, then I can't. But okay. aren't there other ways? But technically, all food's taken away because you take it away and make the ingredients at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's the thing. So how expensive is this takeaway? What is it means? You can't get any shopping anyway. You can't take away shopping from anywhere. What they send it to you? Is that taken away? It's takeaway. That's takeaway. Yeah, I mean groceries being delivered to you. Yeah, because you can also get groceries on takeaway as well. So if you run yeah, out of like yeah. essential food, you can't go to co like get co-op online or anything like that. There's I no... would literally pay my sister to cook for me. Like I, I just cut I just I would invest in a deep freezer and I'd have <laughs> stuff for months. Honestly. Okay, what's the next one? What's the next one? Right. Next one. Seeing as we're coming up to Christmas, you can only have one, Christmas or your birthday for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, mate. Christmas. Well, yeah. you'd have Christmas and not your birthday. Yeah. Yeah, because my birthday, if, if it's, I could still live it the next day. If it's not my birthday, because the next day I can be like... No, you, no, you can't have a birthday. So it's not like, oh, it's my birthday on Friday, I'm going to celebrate it on Saturday. You cannot have a birthday. That's it. Okay, then Christmas. Well, I don't. It's not, gonna, no, oh, go on. Yeah, no, go on. No, I'm gonna definitely get rid of Christmas, mate. Uh, I need my birthday. It's my own personal <laughs> New Year. It's my time. I can celebrate other people on their birthdays too. So yeah. How do they stop you from celebrating? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see that traveling to Ghana hasn't made you any less annoying in this section. <laughs> You said that you can't. It just oh, says oh. you said Christmas or birthday. Yeah, you, yeah it doesn't. Yeah. Say, it doesn't tell you the rules, so I can. I ask said. Them, I know what I said. Should we rewind the tape? I said yeah. you can only have one for the rest of your life, either Christmas or your birthday. She yes. I know I heard that. So then what's what what is confusion? But the confusion? You said I can't celebrate because it doesn't say the birthday of the actual day. Don't it doesn't say about, that. Don't fuck about. Yeah. Tell him the truth. No. It don't, is the don't, truth. Don't, don't try it. What did you choose? <laughs> I, I, I said that I can forego, I've changed my mind. I can forego Christmas. Okay. I want to keep Me my too. Birthday. I can do without yeah, Christmas. Too. But I gotta have my birthday because that's my day. <laughs> my day. This was just a man-made holiday. I was actually like birthed on my birthday, so yeah, yeah I'm going with my birthday. That's real. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like everyone gets to celebrate Christmas, and it's a family, good old family time. I like the family of it all. My birthday, I don't always get to see everybody. So, in the, in the family, do, like, New like, Year's, you could do Easter. Well, New Year's, we don't do that. We so family day on is, September the eighth. Like you just yeah, make, you can make it, but like, the way that I'm not allowed to, day, so, so, so I can make I can make a day and say this is a celebration day, but secretly it's my birthday. <laughs> not if you're saying that it's your birthday. No, can we have the next no, one, no, please? Like celebration day. That's so one. You right. You have to give up one. <laughs> Sleep, social life, or your career. I got to give it up for what? Yeah. Just you can't if you don't sleep, you're dead. Like, all right, good sleep. Hmm? Good, getting a good night's oh, sleep. Okay, yeah, good sleep. I like the way the 
boundary to push back. Good night, sleep. Because <laughs> that's a sensible question. <laughs> Shall they I mean, work yeah, be what, is off. it sleep in a bed or is it sleeping anywhere? It <laughs> no, like, I would have said, what kind like, of like, do I have a cat nap? Or good is night, sleep. I'm never allowed to sleep, sleep ever. Like, what is it? Like, like, you want I heard it as yeah. sleep. I just heard sleep. But yet, you were allowed to flout the boundaries of what sleep is. I heard it as sleep. I was I was just um, helping the group. <laughs> so sure are they? Which one would you choose? <laughs> um, I think because I generally don't sleep well anyway, I'm just gonna say sleep because that's the easiest. But like I think I worked really hard to have a near enough normal social life and I can never ever ever give up my career. Like no, no way. So yeah, um, <laughs> okay. Um, career, because I don't actually really believe that I'm here to work in any capacity. I think that's not what human existence is for, and I've been duped. So I would gladly give that give that up and just, you know, rest on my laurels and, and make shit happen different ways. But not necessarily every single day I have to work to pay bills. Did you pick one? I was inclined to say career too. Something about it makes, yeah, something around those lines. Or because of my particular career, it involves socializing. So I could sidewind. So I'm choosing. So I have a career. Mm, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of socializing because I can find a way around it. No, because so <laughs> we're not doing this. I can't. No. I can't. She did give an answer this time, though. <laughs> no, no, but she's trying it. She's chucking but it. But the thing is, why? Hold on, wait. My <laughs> career includes socializing by default, and that's my career. So you can't, so that's my career. You didn't say, like, there's no, no there's, my there's, career. There's socializing for your career, and there's having a social life. Exactly. So my social life is gone because I can get some element of socializing through my career. Thank you. That's not well, a clarification line. is great, isn't it? Well, that's what I freaking said. <laughs> I I could do without sleep because I do without sleep anyway. So boy, yeah, same. I do, this this is my life now. And if it meant that I had more of a social life, then bring that shit on. I'd enjoy that. I don't know why you don't want no sleep. It's Even not one. Sleep. It's just a reality. Like, exactly. I don't sleep at all. <laughs> <laughs> I would love yeah. to. I would love to have more sleep, but it's not happening. It's not really okay, happening. let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Who welcoming to the family, Auntie Nana? Okay, I am welcoming Mina Smallman. Um, she became the first female. Um, yeah, she became the first female Church of England Archdeacon from a black or ethnic minority background in 2013. Now she's a retired Anglican priest and school teacher. Mina Smallman has been campaigning to make UK streets safer and to reform the police. Last year, two of her daughters were murdered in a park and Smallman criticised the police handling of the initial missing persons call and said that her girls might have been victims of racial profiling and classism. She also went on to say she has forgiven her daughter's killer and we hold hatred for when you hold hatred for somebody it's not only them that you are held and you are also held captive and so I refuse to give him that power I just loved watching her 
give um, a talk to the press after the policemen were actually given uh, short sentences for sharing pictures of her daughters and just her strength as well. I think this woman is absolutely phenomenal and a real just beacon of kind of like that, that black female grit that's out there. Like just, uh, I just admire her so much and welcome her to the family with open arms and pure love. And I hope that she finds peace in what must have been like a tragedy for her and her family. Welcome. Yeah, no, welcome, welcome, definitely. Um, okay, this is, what have you heard, guys? This is what we get into a new story from the past week or today and we break it down and discuss it. Auntie Sade, what have you heard? Yeah, I'm, I'm totally, totally, totally ready. Um, <laughs> um, what have I heard? <laughs> so what I've heard is freaking annoying news, basically. So some of us, like, we celebrate this thing called Dirty December, yeah, where we leave the cold UK in the middle of winter and we go to usually like our home country or a neighboring country that tends to be hot and tend to have a lot of fun right um so just over usually over the christmas new year period and as it's been locked down obviously a lot of people didn't go last year um so a lot of people missed out um so 2021 it's like it's supposed to be the dirtiest of Decembers, yeah? <laughs> but, the, but the government <laughs> are trying to suck all the joy out of everything by introducing this new red list. So red list countries are basically countries that if you fly to, if you come back to the UK, then you have to quarantine in a UK quarantine hotel for... I think 10 days at the cost of roughly 2,000 pounds, over 2,000 pounds, and you've got no choice. So people that are either coming from those countries to maybe spend Christmas with their family in the UK or have been on holiday in those countries need to come back to do this. And what they friggin' done, so first of all, they put South Africa on this list because of the Amarian variant. Um, Basically, they said that, you know, that they was the one that spotted the case. We talked about this last week. So check out that episode. They was the ones that spotted it, but then they punished them for letting everybody know and put them on the list. Then they also put, um, I'm gonna read out some names, uh, Namibia, Angola, Botswana, Oh, I can't say Estonian, something I can't say that, sorry, Lofueto, Mozambique, Maori, uh, Zambia, um, and Zimbabwe. They were also on the list. Then, obviously, we're upset and sad about those people, uh, those countries, of course, kind of thing. And then, out of fucking nowhere, they put Nigeria on the list. I the fucking thing. I just like, do it. Black Twitter was up in arms, was up in arms, was up in arms. Because it's just like, hold on a second, there's no cases there. No one's reporting any cases there at all. Like it just seemed so random. And people going to Nigeria, obviously it's a massive country. You've got a massive population here in the UK. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of people go back, you know, um, over that period of time. And it just seemed like, nah, this seems real targeted. That's what it seems. Because all of the countries on that list, 
are um, majority black countries, they're African countries. And it's like the Amaru variant has been found in um, the Netherlands, it's been found in, was it Germany as well kind of thing? I think, don't quote me on that. It's been found in Europe, it's been found in the States, it's been found in, you know, um, Asia. So why aren't those countries on the list? Why is it only African countries on the list? So that red list was seeming to be a bit of a black list. And like, I'm personally, I personally feel attacked by Nigeria be on the list. So I just wanted to know, what do you guys think? Do you think this is a racist list? It, um, do you think uh, there's some underlining reasons that we might not know about or why these countries have been added to this list? Um, I'm actually quite grateful that Ghana is not on the list and it needs to stay off the frigging list. <laughs> and bun those people that are saying Ghana is going to go on the list, bun them all. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think? You can tell I'm quite passionate about this one. <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, Auntie Farah. Boy, you know what I think. This is big politics. That's what this is. It's a blatant politics. Like, let's be real. What the UK government doesn't tell people a lot of the time is that it's you lot that are banned. Yeah. So I remember when they put a lot of the Caribbean countries, for example, Grenada on the red list. But what they didn't tell people was that you're on the red list. You couldn't go Grenada even if you wanted to because they said you're not welcome because you've got COVID cases. We're all right here. We're doing OK. You've got COVID cases. So it's just another way of them... I don't know, showing their authority, trying to make out like they're doing things properly. And, you know, they're just not. I, I said it last week. One minute you've got it reported that you've got the least number of COVID cases in the entire world in the African continent. And then the next minute you've got Britain banning all of these African countries. And how can you ban Nigeria when they don't have any cases? But you don't ban the countries that are surrounding Nigeria. It's because it doesn't make any sense. It's all about finances. Somewhere down the line, this has got to do with money. Somewhere down the line, Nigeria is doing their thing and England don't like it. That's what it really comes down to. South Africa, they're not the only ones to have these cases, like you said, Auntie Shade. It's been found in all of these other countries in Europe. How come, how come Scottish people can still come and go? Wasn't it found in Scotland? Yeah. Wasn't the number of cases found in Scotland and these people in Scotland hadn't actually travelled nowhere? The other yeah. thing that let's talk about that has been the case all the time, like we can go to America now, right? Mm. How many mm. cases are in America? Right. But what they're not telling you is that um, in America, all of these cases, people still catch COVID even though they've been vaccinated. So yes, whilst America was saying you have to be vaccinated to come to certain places and this, that and the other, we all know it doesn't actually stop you from catching COVID. And in terms of when you take your PCR test, you might be all right today, but tomorrow you might not be all right. That's been proven as well. So this doesn't really make any sense. So you have to wonder what kind of politics are these lot playing at? And yes, it is racist as far as I'm concerned, because if you're not going to ban the Netherlands and you're not going to ban Scotland or any of these other countries that have been found to have these cases and, you know, these this new variant, why are you only banning these African countries? What is that about? Something tells me as well it might have something to do with the fact that all of us want to leave this country during Christmas and go home, but the COVID cases, this is my tin hat now, the COVID cases are rising here. And who is at the forefront of the healthcare? Which type of people are at the forefront of healthcare? You've got black people on the ground, haven't you? So if you've got black people on the ground, how do we stop them 
from going home and being able to help us when we're in hospitals. I know, let's put their country on the list. Did you imagine? Like I said, would you put it past? I actually wouldn't put it past them, you know, not at all. How do we, we can't tell them they can't go on holiday, but what do we do? Let's make it so they can come back. I'm telling you, it's, they're up to it's politics, man. It's trickery. Antifar, I'm Nano. Um, uh, picking up from what you guys have said, uh, last week I did mention this, but um, I think I can't remember specifically what your responses were, but I think it was more on being locked down in in Ghana. But I was actually talking about this is what they usually do. It starts off South Africa and they work their way up westwards. Um, I'm not hoping that Ghana makes its way on the red list, but I do think people should be making provisions or protesting enough so that this um, travel apartheid actually gets stopped. Because at least there's other countries saying that this is wrong, that the UK have created this list. Like they, they are pointing out that this that it doesn't quite make any sense for how many cases there are and how many cases there are in Europe with multiple strands of it kind of expanding and people haven't traveled anywhere so you can't directly say that it was brought in through traveling if they haven't had any contact with people traveling and you also know that viruses just the law of physics it's like it, once a variant takes place somewhere in the world it can actually pop up another place in the world without there being any contact and they know all of this as well and we don't even know if it's more deadly than the delta variant or original COVID-19 like they don't know enough to be putting these travel plans bans in place other than you want to economically destabilize these regions and the fact that it's constantly in the news that they don't understand why COVID-19 hasn't ravaged Africa in some way this feels like so because they have there hasn't been the death that you want to financially have some ravaging in Africa so that you can go in there and swoop up and start doing some crazy loans or some building stuff. It's like you just want this area to be so destabilized so that you can make more money off of it. It's it's really, it's frustrating because it's like, what can you, what can you do when you come back into this country? Are there ways that you don't have to go to this quarantine hotel? Because it looks like jail. When you look at the pictures yeah. of the food, it's disgusting. It's like, I would never, I don't care, you can't get this two grand out of me to, to pay to stay in, in a jail cell. But I think that's that's criminal in itself. And I'd be prepared to like fight it in court. Like you that's can send me fines and whatever, and like we can battle it out in court, whether it is fair or uh, contrary to my human rights that you are making me quarantine in a hotel that is overpriced and you're giving me shit food and I can't pick where I'm staying. Like that just seems like that it should be illegal to be able to do that to citizens. Yeah, this is mad. Really, that's you know, what that, can you do? That's the part that I'm honing in on because I'm seeing a lot of stories about people who come back, like, you know, had their flights cancelled and being forced to return to these places and they literally like immigration detained detention centers. Yep. It's mad. Um I've, yeah, I think everything you just you guys just said it's, it is it stinks of racism, um, and it is seems like and it's like it just 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 the irritation like is this petty irritation that because it hasn't been ravaged Africa? What's your problem? Like 
you've already colonized and you've already got your your tentacles into this um, continent. So why are you now trying to do even more sanctions and stuff like that? It's very, very strange. I don't know why. Um, I, like, I, I, I understand that if it was a blanket bans for all the countries that have reported it, then, that, then no one can argue. But it's the fact that you're cherry picking which countries that you're banning and other ones, because, you know, what is it, trade deals? Is it relationship building, all this politics and all that type of stuff? It's nonsense. Um, yeah, I, I, I was thinking that if I was to ever have to, if I, how would I resist paying? Because I don't have it. So what do you do? What do you do if you actually don't have it? Oh, no, it's, it becomes point? a debt. So it's, yeah. there are people that are like, I don't I don't have it. And then it turns into a debt and you may do a payment plan to pay it off or like they just come after you. To well, get that would be my thing because the, the, the forever pay, you know, listen, I remember the days of being super broke and on benefits. So them days there when you're paying 2p a month or whatever, because it's yeah. whatever you can afford, then you'd be damned if you get the money off me like that. But anyway, Auntie Shadow. Yeah, I don't think I'll, I'll, I would stay there. I would stay in the country that I'm that I'm in until yeah, it goes onto the amber list. I'll probably have to do that because I'm not gonna. So like that would I? I don't know that that's a special kind of rage that I I live here. Do you know what I mean? And you're making me stay in this hotel and eating exactly. this shit food, and there's nothing I can do. Imagine if there was shit Wi-Fi as well. Like I would just go insane. There's just just no 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 no. It's not possible. So I'll stay in the sunny hot country that I'll be in um, and make provisions there. Worst case scenario, I'll create a GoFundMe <laughs> or something. <laughs> People are just going to have to help me out. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> my troubling times. Um, but yeah, I just think it's outrageous. I think it's absolutely outrageous. I, I, obviously, I, I agree on CAK. I think it's definitely some sort of like um, refusal to cooperate with a trade deal or something um, along those lines kind of thing and, and just getting punished for it. Um, and that kind of shit needs to just stop. Like, I just, I do feel, you know, um, I, I think my immediate family uh, are here at the moment, do you know what I mean, kind of thing. So I'm happy that no one got caught up in that um, and stuff. But for many, many people, that's not the case. And it's mm. just, it, it's just actually heartbreaking that they could do this to people around Christmas time as well, kind of thing. It's just awful. And they should be bloody shamed of themselves. I cannot wait until the power shift like it will always shift. Do you know what I mean? I cannot wait until that thing. I will be laughing in the UK government's face. I really will. Um, yes. Did you guys Let's hear about the plane? Um, I think it's the British Airways. Yes. From from Nigeria that was supposed to land on Sunday and they cancelled the flight and didn't tell anybody. So they all turned right. up and then they rescheduled it to leave after the time so that they all have to go into quarantine. You, if you get on that plane. Yeah. 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 So it's like that's families that, that you know, mm -hmm. you're all like, okay, we're coming back. This is and then you if you really are like, I actually have to come back. I really do have to come back. You have to quarantine. That to me is a scam. Like, yeah, that's, like, that's it's definitely a scam. This whole thing is a scam because how are you force people into a hotel? You can easily you've got that track and trace. Why why does track and trace not work? Like, and, and also, I think it's like a. I don't 100% quote me, but I'm pretty sure it's a Tory uh, minister that owns the hotel or his family. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah. Where everyone's yeah. staying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been like that a long time. Yeah. 
it's out yeah. of fucking order. That shouldn't be allowed. Do you know, no, what it has to be, you know what it is? They're the same I people that have... Sorry, I was just going to say they're the same people that have hands in all the PCR tests and stuff. Yeah. Like that. yeah. This is what um, um, Trump used to do in terms yeah. of like, if you want to meet with him, you have to stay at his hotel. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Fast. And like, you know, countries, they would book out like a, a week of like five hotels or, or five rooms or something. Do you know what I mean? Not necessarily stay there, but like, it's just a way to get money out of people, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think they bank on people being so t like not knowing the law, not knowing their rights, or not having the energy to not push it. Because the average person doesn't have time to go to court and start doing suing and stuff like that. Mm. But I bet for those of us who, if, if you run into this situation, if you pushed it a little further and got a decent lawyer who would just pick pick at the layers, you probably would win your case. But there's no way because how is it legal that a, a, a politician could have a stake in the hotel that you've got people? It just morally is wrong. So mm. I'm sure if you had the energy to really pursue the case, you would you would come away with something. I don't. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I don't have legal qualification or anything. But it just seems improper and I th and indecent. So I just don't see how it can be completely legal. Wrong. Try again in a few seconds. I agree. Something has gone wrong. Something has gone wrong. The Google has decided to come on. Let's get the comments. Um, sure. So, hi everybody. Hey, Ronald. This is Tang. Um, I think that's for the first round there. Game and Ronald says it's Omicron, Omicron, not Amarian. I do actually know that. I was just yeah. playing. Um, <laughs> but I think Amarian sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> and Omicron is a bit hard to say. Like it is. And it's and different. we we still don't know. Is it Omicron or Omicron? I've heard some some people say like it's got different pronunciations. We all know how to say Omarion, and he doesn't mind apparently, allegedly. Probably because his record sales have gone up. You know, <laughs> so yeah. true. true. Yeah, people started listening to his songs again. Yeah, like, oh, true. <laughs> exactly. All right, all right, all right. So, Auntie AK, what have I heard? Well, it's a really sad story about. Um, a young guy, a young guy, a young boy called Arthur Lebinho Hughes. Um, his dad and his the dad's partner have been found guilty of killing um, this young six-year-old. And again, it's another one of those cases of the social services not not potentially doing their job. You know, there was concerns about his care. I mean, his own birth mother was convicted of murder. Uh, murdering her partner in the beginning stage, you know, and then he was handed over to custody of his dad and the dad's um, partner, Emma Tustin, um, tortured the little boy and to the point where he ended up dead. Um, and again, it's that, you know, there were concerns raised to social services. They did that whole thing where they came around and checked and decided nothing was wrong and then left him to, to the hands of these evil people. Um, Emma Tustin has been given more of a conviction because she's the one who's been executing more of the torture and his father, Thomas Hughes, has been found guilty of manslaughter because um, he was an enabler rather than actually enacting any or an extensive amount of punishment and um, torture. Um, I, I, I kind of just wanted to talk about this, but I mean, this is not, this, is, this has happened before. Actually, yeah, there was on a news, one of the breakfast shows, the, one, an expert came on and said, you know, had the cheek to say that the grandmother should have called the police if she suspected something. So kind of shifting the responsibility. And I think it's Good Morning Britain and Susanna Reeves was like, are you actually trying to say, are you actually trying to blame the grandmother who should have contacted, she thought she was doing the right thing by contacting social services. 
it's social services who should have called you know inactive because the basic the, the expert was saying that once you report it to the police it triggers off a, a general investigation and you know Susanna was like that's not on the pair the the, 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 the the grandmother I think the grandmother took pictures of the bruises and stuff and kind of provided them as information and then you know it's just all nonsense I just I guess I just wanted your thoughts how do we improve social services is it that someone not doing their job or is it literally genuinely in the moment hard to actually say you know just like this child is in danger remove them from maybe there's a process that we don't understand where it's actually hard to get a child removed from the home i know there's also there's lots of obstacles and paperwork that come with that but how can a so i would think i'd look at a situation i would think without being a qualified social worker see a child look like that see that they're in danger and remove them from the home but what are your thoughts aren't you shade So yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, unless there is the child is in immediate care. I wouldn't even think to call the police straight away. Actually, I'd think to call for an ambulance if I'm seeing the child hurt, and also reporting to social services. I don't know why. I think that's probably just what we're taught at some point. Do you know what I mean? Um, like they're the people that deal with like child abuse issues. Um, and not the police actually do you know what i mean or it goes through them so i would i would probably have done the same thing i mean like commend her for actually even reporting it do you know what i mean because a lot of um people don't and they kind of just keep it in the family and they don't say a word you know kind of thing or they think they can solve it themselves but she actually took and i think it was both the grandmothers separately done that if i'm not mistaken um that i um when i was reading about it um I just think this is just, it's just, just, it's just awful. Like I, I can't even, uh, it's just evil, just pure evil, basically, just on so many different levels. It's just like a, it seems like a breeding ground for it. I don't know how, uh, you know, as a father, he can watch those kind of things being done to his own son. And then, yeah, I, I just think, yeah, some people shouldn't be allowed to have kids, to be honest, I think, I hope they, What's the word? I hope they get, I don't know if they've been sentenced yet. Have they been sentenced? Yeah. Oh, they have. Okay. Yeah. How much did they get? Do you know? The woman got 29 years and the father got 22 years. Nah, dude, that's, that's even mad. You should just get more. They it's should get life, isn't it? Yeah, it should, it should be. Um, I heard that they're trying to change or if they have done already, like um, put in a law, Arthur's law. So um, child murderers do get life and they mm. should get life. Um, um, uh, yeah, I just can't imagine him being removed from his mother in the first place and be put in this kind of scenario to suffer again, do you know what I mean? And to end a life of suffering, it's just, yeah, it's it's just heartbreaking, to be honest. Yeah. Auntie Nana? Yeah, no, echo the same. It definitely is so, so heartbreaking. Um, I actually really agree with whoever was on Good Morning Britain. Uh, First reading about this, I was like that grandmother should be up as well because they lived at the bottom of her house in the annex. So she's actually like on site and would have seen it. And I think the police should have been called. Like once you're hearing things going on, I think the police, getting the police involved would have escalated it a bit quicker than social services because they don't come immediately. And so bruises that may have been there before, like that day, and then they come maybe 
four or five days later, they may have been healed. And if the boy is too scared to talk as well, there's only so much social services can do because they are not immediately there like the police. I think she absolutely should have called the police. And I, I also feel that she should bear a bit of the responsibility for not doing anything. This is family. And I think she should have removed the child in whichever capacity she had, whether the boy lives with her in the house or you call the police and you go to social services and you tell them they are not fit to look after this child. They're be like She needed to do more. And because she didn't do more, other than calling social services, I think she is also responsible because this was on her property. So I, I, I really do think that she should have also been punished for this. It's just the saddest thing that this boy loses his mother already. And then the horrific circumstances of that situation that she stabbed her boyfriend. So who knows what situation he was in before then with his mother. Then he goes to his his dad's and you're still not safe. It's just for one little person to be living in these tortured circumstances. The world fa failed him tragically. And it's just so, so sad. But I really do think that the grandmother should be bearing some of the blame to this loss of life. Auntie Farah. Um, firstly, it's a very, it's such a heartbreaking and tragic situation to think what this little boy experienced during the course of his short life, um, all, all around from everyone around him, you know, people who are supposed to be there to raise and love and trust, you're supposed to trust them, you know, that's their one job, isn't it, to yeah. protect him, and they didn't protect him, they, instead they inflicted pain on him, um, so rest in peace to him. In terms of uh, social services, it's very difficult because social services, social services are, you know, I don't know if they have the funding that they need and the support that they need. And mm. there is often times with social services where they get involved with people and families when they shouldn't. You know, we've heard it in our community. People have been, you know, social services have paid them visits for minor things where they shouldn't have wasted their time. They should have maybe been looking into areas like this. And I suppose it's a cultural thing as well. Um, not in this case, obviously, but certainly certainly in our community, it, it is a cultural thing of you can't always tell what is right and what is wrong in terms of you can't see bruises. And I think when it comes to domestic violence and violence on kids and, and things like that, you don't always see, it's not always physical sometimes it's physical and you know in a purest sense of it it's not always someone's been beaten sometimes they've just been starved or they've been they've been shaken there's so many different ways and there's so many different things and the other problem is that they don't have enough time when they go to these people mm -hmm. as you said auntie nana they might go there one week and then not go there again because they've got a hundred other cases that they need to go and pay attention to and then when they go to these other other cases they're looking for you know clear points and if people are not hitting those markers then they it will progress and if they are then it's oh, well they seem fine so i don't know there it the actual the actual organization itself needs to be looked at because there's been too many cases of little people dying as a result of violence from their parents or from family friends and it's just something somewhere has to be done i mean this has been going on for a very very long time and I think that organisation needs to be looked at, whether it's that people need better training or, as I said, they need more funding. 
or more people, but something has to happen. In terms of the grandmother, and I think she probably feels fucking guilty enough, to be honest with you. I don't know. She should... I don't know she should be um, charged as well. Because... I don't mean we don't even know what this boy was doing to her. If you're gonna if you're gonna be around and see certain fit, for all we know, he could be like a psychotic type person that's beating up his mum too. I don't know. It's like there's so many things that we don't know. For you to be able to do this to a little kid, who's your mum? You know, who who are these people around you? Who are you really listening to? Maybe she was scared to call the police. Maybe she some people as well, they really do put their faith in the system. And as Auntie Sade said. This is what we're kind of taught to do. You call social services when there's a child involved and you leave it to them to look into and to investigate. I don't know. Um, I mean, reading the couple of stories about it, the maternal grandparents are praising the paternal grandparents and saying that they, you know, they said that they did a really good job and they were, police were notified, social service had been notified. And these and they, even neighbours had stepped in to voice their concerns, and they were ignored. So I don't know if I know in some situations, yeah, it can be because there is a family network, and some people are turning a blind eye. And definitely, you know, in some whether it's cultural, traditional, or even just you know community family loyalty, there's lots of weight placed on family loyalty and stuff like that. So it's hard to kind of like, yeah, this is something's not right here. Some people might find it difficult to speak out about certain things, but it does seem that. The maternal grandparents aren't angry at the paternal grandparents um and they said that they did the best um someone who is it the former head of ofsted said this is well generally they're saying this is like a school education thing it's police and it's social services and the three un, three institutions don't work well together in in cases of child protection and you know we those of us who've been in the system before when it comes to housing i remember back in the day when i was on benefits it's like how have you got the benefits team, the housing team, the, this team, the tax team, and none of them speak to each other? And the only time they come together is when you owe them money. Then everyone all of a sudden knows your business. But when you want to get a through line of communication to sort yeah. something out, they're all like, well, we don't, we're not of that department. We don't, the whole social support system is so broken in this country. And I guess in Western, you know, in a lot of countries, to be fair that the social support system is terrible. So they don't communicate with each other well. Because even what was going on in school, what was the teachers seeing? What was, what, who, like, where is the chink in the chain? Where is the bro li broken link in all of this? So, and I definitely think it's, it's financial resources as always, as always, always, always. Um, and not enough care, especially when it comes to working class people, when you don't have the means, like we're talking about this, um, you know, if you want to sue the, the, the hotel system, whatever, whatever, when you're getting off a plane or whatever, quarantine system, People don't have the energy or the wherewithal or the knowledge. And I definitely think, like what Auntie Shade said, we're not taught to think about the police in this situation unless it's fatal or really bad. You're, you think social services, you think child protection, and maybe a school teacher, but you don't necessarily think about the police. So it's really having that education and a through line to who do I call when I think a child's being, when I suspect a child is in danger? And how do we maintain that constant visibility and constant? Because how it's interesting, what did social services do when they turned up and said, this child is okay. What 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 happened there? So you know, it's yeah, it's horrible, horrible all round. Um, yeah, man. But and I then, hope know, there this, will be a, a thorough report that comes out that we can all kind of read up on as well, because I think that's it's important to know what the systems and checks are. I'm thinking of um, my neighbour at the moment. They 
they fight constantly. And when their children were younger, we would call the police. But again, even in saying that, nothing has really ever been done. Like nobody goes anywhere. And sometimes we literally are like, the ambulance is going to come. Like the thudding and it's just like, it can't be that nobody is hurt in this house. But who knows, like when the police go in, they seem to be there for a few minutes and then they leave again. And it's just, it's, it's a constant it's yeah it's it's a hard one but I do think as a grandparent maybe just if I was that boy I would want to I would want one of my grandparents to remove me from this situation yeah and I don't think it's okay to have four grandparents alive and nobody took me out of there so whether it's within their conscious that they're feeling shit I, I I think it's deserved personally but from this child's point of view somebody needed to remove him it's, it's not okay for it to even go to the state when there are family around I, I don't think that's okay and I would do that for anybody in my family if if I'm seeing something going on and I don't think the person is safe I will take them on it's like how how would I live with myself if the person died but you know this surprise, though. you'll be surprised because mm. Like, from someone who's been through, like, like I don't even know what to call it, like a very difficult childhood, being physically, emotionally, mentally abused, like, like you wouldn't, people, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's, ide, it's idealistic, really, truly, that's what it is, because the reality is, is how humans operate, and I've done a lot of work on like trying to understand this myself because people could clearly see that I wasn't doing okay as a child. Like it was, it was very evident. And they tell themselves a different story. They tell themselves that they can't, they they can't help, or it maybe it's not as bad as they think, or maybe do you know what I mean? Like, or it's not going to last for long, or someone else is going to step in, or someone's mm. going to say something, or they believe the lie that the adult is telling them. Do you know what I mean? So, like, you know, when I was young, I had my school intervene, my um, social services. Um, I at one age I was running away constantly. To, do you know what I mean? The police would bring me home. I would be calling Charline, but no one did anything. Like, it not not to an extent where it removed me from the situation. Yeah. I had to remove myself when I got old enough. Do you know what I mean? And that was, that was, obviously it wasn't easy. And I left home at what, 15, 16? Do you know what I mean? So like, but in my younger years, no, the adults around me did not, they did not want to, from what I could understand as a child, like believe actually what's happening. And so I think even that, like school and echo, as well. Sorry, I was like even saying. school as well. I, I think this is interesting yeah. because then it's like you have an inside perspective, literally. Like so, school when you're going into school and they're getting involved. What is getting involved? Are they going into social services like we think there should they, be? I think they have, then they had to. I don't know what it is now, but they ha if they see something and there's a there's there's a pattern of behaviour, then they have to contact social services and they try and work it out with your parents. And like I had like a, a kind of like a casework or like an and the school nurse would talk to me or take me out of class sometimes and things like that. But I didn't leave home. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> that never that never happened. So it doesn't I, I think that people 
only do something when it's absolutely extreme. So when someone actually, and and also that they're aware of also as well, yeah. and that they believe you, right? Yeah. So you could tell them, okay, I lost consciousness, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they believe you or they want to yeah. believe you or want okay. to deal this with the outcome of, of that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? This is what right? I was going to say, because a lot of times as well for the adults that are involved in those situations, when you're telling them that there's a problem at home, if you find, if you have, if you're lucky enough to have someone that you trust, they don't necessarily believe you. You And people that you think are going to be there and you say this is going down, they don't necessarily be, believe you. And then it becomes a thing of you're a child, they're the adult, respect the adult, respect your elders. That's yeah, what it becomes yeah. a thing. And when, when the schools do get involved, sometimes it's quite easy for the parents to shut them down as well. Oh, absolutely. So you have, and then and then there's that back and forth. And the only time, as Auntie Shade said, that it becomes to a point where someone might intervene is when you're physically removed from that place. But that yeah. doesn't always happen as well. How often do, like you like you said, you left home at, what, 15, 16? I left mm. home early too. So it's kind of like things have to happen sometimes and you have to deal with it on your own because you, the people who you think are around to see don't see. But um, It would have to be extreme. So, like, you would have to, I would, I would imagine you would have to have, like, lose consciousness, be hospitalised, you know what I mean? For that to, for it yeah. to, for social services to remove yeah. you. Yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. Otherwise, it's. Well, if, you're, if one of your parents is, you know, an addict or something like that, and it's clear yeah. that they're an addict, yeah. and you get left alone, you don't get picked up for, and it's a pattern, as you yeah. said. There's so much, there's so much, there's so much that happens without the authorities involved. You know, you've got family members that are getting removed and sit with other family members yeah. with no paperwork, and it's just like, yeah, but then also, it is like Auntie Sade said, sometimes the, the reality of taking on somebody else's yeah. child, people it's start thinking, well, I can't do this because I can't, but I can barely live, I can barely survive. I can, yeah. It's a big thing to take on somebody else's yeah. child, isn't it? So all those if other things. If you think things, that you can't, yeah, if you don't yeah. think, if you've got the, haven't got the resources to give them a better life, even though you know you you know that you're not going to abuse the child, you might, and it's a thing like, okay, maybe the few years time you can leave. I've definitely had conversations with, Ex, you know people have been in situations and like yeah like look get old enough leave get a hostel all that type of stuff because it's like there's no other outlet and families and members like oh that person hasn't got a room that they've only got a small flat they haven't they're on benefits themselves or they're unemployed or their job they don't make enough money so then they might be thinking that taking that child out of that situation to bring to mind might be worse and if the person's child's already damaged you already overthink about that what kind of lifestyle you're going to provide that child and, and it is back to everything you guys have said believe in the child and maybe thinking well it can't be that bad and it is seeing being faced with it it would be it's a really hard thing to face you know i think they were doing things like giving the child salt, salted food making yeah. them punishing yeah. them over punishing him and it's the thing like especially if you think about if your family that comes from discipline and think well this discipline we're just telling him off and then you're just telling him off you're just punishing him because he's been naughty because i don't know if you saw the police um there was a when it happened the the stepmother was saying yeah the stepmother was saying oh he's really but you know he pushed me down the stairs and he said that you know, I'm not your mum and she 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 looked normal and I mean yeah. the only thing that had that yeah. I was like you know the child is six and I know children can be ratty brats and I, they can be really stressful and troublesome but the fact that he's had a, a mother that's take, been taken away from him how how it's how much he knew about the mother's case and the situation who knows but it's unbelievable that this child could cause so much damage to himself. We know that your 
messed up. But at the same time, presenting on presentation, she looked normal in quotes. Do you know what I mean? She seemed but then, almost. But then that's the problem as well. I think if your yeah. if a child is taken away from a parent, they should automatically be able to have therapy. They, you know, something should happen. But again, yeah. it comes down to government funding and the way that you know the system works. And class, if and class. They look like through, a working class family. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If you've gone through a traumatic experience in your life as a child. You should have therapy. It should just be standard. That's what yeah. happens. Especially that type of a trauma. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. That should Absolutely. that should have kicked in immediately. He should, yeah. He should have had a social worker, a personal social worker from that moment. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, you it can happens. you can you can um I would say that in my case, I didn't know a lot of things were not right until I was older. So this is right. until I was like in my early twenties late mid to late 20s that kind of thing like I had no idea that that was not normal behavior growing up because there was like a code of kind of like silence that was absolutely um what you call it and that was not just uh it was by my siblings as well so no one talked about what was actually happening so you had a a behavior in the house and a different behavior outside the house and that's like when that's ingrained to you as a child it's you you can't even you don't even know what to, <laughs> what to what yours what you're not saying you don't know what yes, you're not saying yeah 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 so i just think it's just like it's it's a very like child abuse is a very very complex thing what mm. what watching that video it was just that like, it was very triggering because i was just like yeah you're acting normal but do you mean the stepmother when she's speaking yeah. to the police officer yeah, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. acting really normal and i and i've definitely seen things like that before where it's just like you can explain away yeah and you it's easy yeah. to believe so like I, I i think it's really easy for social services just to hear what they want to hear in that kind yeah. of scenario. That's the thing. They go rock up to the house and they have a conversation with someone and they're presenting as normal, as you said, and the child at that point looks normal and they've been told, don't tell, or they or they just automatically know this is not what you talk about. Okay. Yeah, because there'll be consequences. The box is ticked and they go on and then they don't come back again until something else happens. And Especially also, to be honest, there'll be consequences for less. Right, that yeah. that's the thing. So yeah. you learn not to not to say anything because it's not. Do you know what I mean? Like by saying anything, there could be by saying nothing, there still could be consequences. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just yeah. you just don't say anything at all. No, so I just true. don't. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm not surprised, and that's why I think a couple of episodes ago when we I think we had a scenario about like um, people not saying something when a child is getting abuse or reporting abuse or something like that one of the dilemmas anyway like kind of thing it's just like this is oh, yes, yes. yeah you need to <laughs> say something it's absolutely yeah. why you need to say something even if you think you might be wrong to be honest do you know what no, I mean? that's what i was i was just thinking of everything you guys have said and and really thinking actually this needs to be ingrained more so in everybody's like social responsibilities though. Mm. I don't think it's okay to go into, oh, but my living situation, I don't think the excuses are okay. Cause I, I, I think that should be a part of our moral compass that if you're mm. seeing something like what you were saying, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago where you was like, I, I, don't, I don't care. There's no, I'm gonna try and deal with it. I should go to social services. I actually think there's a level of that, that we should all, 
be being taught like mm-hmm. constantly that actually it's a part of your civic duty to step in in these situations yeah. when you're made aware of it or if a child comes up to you and says anything whatever you're thinking oh this kid could be fast blah, 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 whatever I think yeah. there should be a level of I have to investigate this further I have to be present that it should be a part of your moral compass to, to sometimes you just got to get involved I'm thinking of all my friends that stayed with me and my mum's a little African woman but it was just a standard this person needs to stay in our house they have mm. to stay in our house they, the, our house was open that's why I can say if I see anything that you're coming home with me because that was my house yeah was, you came and lived with me various yeah. people stayed with me for quite a few months and and then my mum would go into counsellor mode with that parent and would be like when I can see something is going on then maybe they can go back home again but that's how I was brought up and it's like how it would be weird to me to have excuses for the space that I live in that somebody else couldn't come and stay here that's just mm. I, I can't see how I could live with myself and then something went wrong like something mm. happened that nah I would feel like I, I should be prosecuted too because I knew let's get the comments please um yes so uh ZW says um I feel like they are hesitant to remove children because um there is no place uh, nowhere to place them um, I think that's in relation to the social workers. Um, Miss Latang says, uh, don't stop reporting them, Auntie Nana. It takes a village to raise and keep those children safe. They were reported last week. The <laughs> <laughs> um, ZW also says the grandparents um, do not have legal rights to a child. They have the mm. same responsibilities as the general public. And it seems from the case that that they inform the relevant authorities. Um, and then Mr. Tang also says funding is a major issue. This government does not value children, hence all the cuts in resources. Yes, very true. And yeah. um, Ronald says the police should have been called. The rule is if you see something, say something. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Queen, you're mute. So you have to say that all again. <laughs> Auntie Farrell, what have you heard? <laughs> So just switching it up slightly, um, my story is about our lovely Prime Minister Boris Johnson and the latest war on drugs. But wait, it's not what you think, people. The latest war on drugs is on the middle classes. And he says that if you're a middle class drug user and you get caught out, you can have your passport taken away from you, amongst other things. What do you think, aunties? Why do you think that Uncle Boris has decided all of a sudden <laughs> to have a war on the middle class She's drug users. I feel like we need <laughs> to get Boris on. That we can get <laughs> Boris on. He's not a family member at all. He's an outcast of nothing. Um, Auntie Nana. Um, you know what? This actually truly did make me laugh when I was reading it. Because I was like, all right, so... What does he mean by your passport taken? Was I, I couldn't find that. Like, what is this? Are they just trying to take people's like um what's the word? Their 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 right to citizenship. Like if if they take your passport, does that mean that you're no longer a British citizen? No, or no, are no. they literally taking your physical passport away? Taking from you? your physical passport and your driving license and like but like blocking it basically. I don't know if they come to your house and say you can have your passport. I don't know if it's that, but they literally but you can't like, travel. They cancel your so, things. Yeah. Help arrest, kind of. Like you can go about, but you can't travel somewhere. Yeah. 
Okay. But that seems weird. I, I just found it funny. I was like, this they always want to find a war, in it. You got a war on something. Like constantly, we got a war. We got a war on, and so now I guess your war on drug dealers is like plateaued or something. So now you need to war on middle class drug users who have, I guess, been fueling the drug trade. Apparently, <laughs> like this is just foolishness because nobody's gonna get their passport taken, really. Like, no, it's not going to happen. And if it does happen, it's probably still going to be, like, black and brown people that are penalised for this. So I, I, I don't think he's trying to go in there, like, he's going for Middle England, like, you know, the yuppie. <laughs> Do anybody even use that word anymore? But the yuppies. But that's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to be the city traders that are getting their passports taken. It's just going to be flipping Delroy and, and Calvin and Aquesi that are going to be losing their passports. This is bullshit as usual. He needs to comb his hair. Like, his hair is getting worse. Like, every time I see him, it's like, it's, it's getting longer and just sweet in all different directions. It's ridiculous. He's such a clown. Did you see him in the... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Was you going to call him me or no? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you see him in the police um, beanie? Yes. Beanie, oh, and he had the jacket too. <laughs> and it looked like I'm the hat. Like, why does he always look like? Uh, so I, mean, like I mean, he's 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 a, he's he's a weighty guy in it. So how? <laughs> look, the carries the weights in the shoulders. Right? Everything was just, he looked drowned. I'm just, what's going on? What's going on here? Oh my god, no, nah, he's a he's he's a professional clown, mate, and we're all paying him. It's it's mad, it's mad how he's he's wangled that one. Like, I don't know, man. Um, what do I think? I just I, I think it's a nonsense. I feel like it's a distraction. Like, yeah. really, really, you're gonna you're gonna stop all your friends' businesses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you, Boris. <laughs> I don't believe you. I think, yeah, I think it's absolute nonsense. But the joke is when they found, didn't they find traces of like Coke or something in a bathroom next to his office? Imagine. Apparently this is why it's come up as well, because he's like, no longer will they be able to get away with this. <laughs> when it's your colleague, my saying? friends. My friends, you, know, you, you didn't want to share, so this is what's <laughs> happened, allegedly. This cabinet is cracked up, man. They're all cracked. Literally, <laughs> literally. Up. You have to be, you have to be high to sit there going raw, raw, raw in those stupid yeah, houses. Imagine if he was a, a proper nitty. He could be. That would explain a functioning drug. Um, allegedly, he could be a functioning drug. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, allegedly. I heard. Listen, this isn't foolishness. Police being handed the power to go through drug dealers' phones and contact their clients with warnings about drug use. How? So imagine, brrr, hello, it's your local police officer. I'm just calling to warn you that drug taking is very, very bad. Oh my God, you know what I'm going to do? Stop taking drugs because what you said really hit home. Come on, people don't even stop buying cigarettes when they've got the face of the picture. Or I saw a friend's. Um, tobacco package and I was like oh turn it over because it had the horrible broken rotten foot from what the other foot you know, one's gross and I turned it over and they had one on the other side I was like that doesn't deter people people are still buying cigarettes with faced with disgusting images of cancer-ridden body parts you're going to think a phone call from a policeman is going to tell you to stop taking it's convinced you to stop taking drugs 
This is all again, it's pandering, it's avoiding the, the avoiding the elephant in the room. People are more stressed. Drug use has gone up because of stress and society's ills and woes and bad times. Obviously, where the money and funding needs to go is into rehabilitation. Let's rehabilitate drug users and drug offenders. Let's decriminalize the softer drugs and give more education and understanding to because people are going to take drugs no matter what you do. People kill, still kill. You get a life sentence. Some countries you get death penalty, but yet the world, people still murder knowing that they'll be in jail for life, knowing that they could end up at a firing range, stoned, electric chair, they still murder. People still take drugs regardless. It's all nonsense. It's all absolute, absolute nonsense. I don't, they don't care um, about this, and it will be the middle-class black and browns that get done. So people, black people, don't, don't think you're off the hook, please. Don't think that you can be there with Tarquin and Jemima and think that it won't be you that gets targeted. And Tarquin and Jemima will just call daddy darling and daddy will save them. So please don't get twisted, you buppies. We're not saying yuppie, we'll be saying buppies and black yuppies. Don't get, you know, don't get cast. Everybody just be on your best behavior. Um, yeah, uh, psh, nonsense, Farah, Auntie Farah. Um, yeah, I agree with everything that everyone said. However, it does tickle me. It does, I can't even lie. It tickles me because let's think about it. How many, how many people that look like us that grew up how we grew up have got criminal records for having a bag of weed on them? Or do you know what I mean? Like just or 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 got criminal records because of possession and you know with intent to sell. Mm. <laughs> so to me, I like the fact that now these middle-class people who are sniffing in toilets and shit like that are going to get done. I like the fact that they're going to get their passports clapped from them. What I want to know is, are they going to get deported as well? Because if you're, if you're of a certain hue and you get caught doing drugs and you have a criminal record, you get dipped. That's what they do. They deport you. So I'd like to know if they're going to do the same thing here. They're saying that they're doing it because they want to cut down you know, they want to break the chain. It's not just working, arresting the drug dealers. We have to, you know, cut down on the people who who take the drugs as well in order to stop the fight or and to, to, um, to stop the drugs being circulated into the community and all this shit. But what I really think it might be is that Boris and his brethren, they want people to be on pharmaceutical drugs, isn't it? There's no money in this thing for them. So rather than man sniffing coke, let's take some... Valium or whatever the hell it is that these people are, yeah, perk or whatever it is these people are taking now. Let them make money in the legal uh, drugs because most of them, that's what they're on now anyway. They're not yeah. on, you know, those low end drugs anymore. They're on these fucking pharmaceuticals. They've got the the local doctor in their back pocket giving them blank, bloody um prescription pills, yeah, prescription pads. So I don't know. It just, but it just, it just makes me laugh. I just thought it was quite funny that all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Boris is on these middle-class drug takers who most of them are standing up in parliament with him. He said as well that, they might, yeah. that they might get sniffer dogs for parliament. Can you imagine? Yeah, they need it. If they, they need it. They got dogs yeah, already. He's probably warning someone. He's yeah. Yeah. That's my thing as well, yeah. because imagine if they got sniffer dogs and they just turned up in parliament. Half of parliament would have to walk out. Yeah. Half of parliament would okay. be arrested. In the areas... 
going into like the seating area and, and the canteen, there are dogs around there. There are dogs, yeah, in our parliament. No, I know, oh, it's just like drug related sniffer dogs. Yeah, sniffer they, dogs. Should, they should have them in yeah. the actual, like going through the offices because obviously <laughs> you've got a problem. Literally, what yeah. needs to, like, you know, people, again, I keep saying it, watch succession. You see, when your family is damaged, middle class be damned, it's about fixing social services and mental health programs because. The reason, you're, as we keep saying, for those on the lower ground who know that people don't just take drugs for fun. Some people, there's a very small marginal few, take drugs just for fun. There's always something behind it that triggers yeah. that need to escape from the shitty reality of the world. So you can keep on, you have, do you know what, you, you, it'll be more of an inconvenience for them, yes. But they'll, like I said, daddy dearest, mummy dearest will sort them out because that's what happens but, anyway when they are yeah, time. But at but the same at time, least, if they these get people... There's going to be so in that there's going to be lots of people. Lots of them are on drugs because of the stresses of being longing to such a fucked up hierarchical. Yeah, well, I agree with the reasons family. behind people taking it, but I just want people to be punished in, in a similar sort of scenario. No, they're they're like, so they should be. So they should be. Far too, no, far they too long. Far too long have has the um, the impact of being found with drugs on you for people yeah. that look like us been that you are penalised for the rest of your life. You can't yeah. work in certain environments. You have a criminal record. You can't travel to certain countries or you get deported. So my thing is, Boris, let's see what you're going to do now because all these people that you fucking stand up in parliament with, all these people that you get your funding with and you go around, they're all doing it. So let's see if you're going to actually practice what you preach and you're going to fucking tar tarnish them, tar them with the same brush. Let's see if you're going to do it. I think, no, I think, I think um, if it's minimal, I was just gonna say, I do think that two things. I think he lost the 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 legal drugs uh, import uh, contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's getting their cuts. Yeah, <laughs> you cutting it out. In the game. Definitely I mean, you, you can't meet the supply anymore. And I yeah. just think, like, you can tell in like in that, that that little segment that he done, he was just like, you know, drug users should uh, should be seen as it's an addiction, and it should it should be treated with care and stuff and everything like that. And it's very reminiscent of how, like, say, like America's dealing with the crystal meth epidemic, like the care and the empathy and stuff. But they yeah. don't do that with like minor drugs, like. Right. I don't think I agree that I don't really agree with anybody being punished for taking drugs actually uh, like, yeah. on any level I, I think I'm actually um I'm opposed to that I don't think you should be punished for it I don't think punishment way. works because I think it's like a limitation and it depends how you're taking it doesn't it? But it's, I'm definitely up yeah, for like, yeah. even, even if it's like recreational, I think we should have like freedoms to do what we want to do because people die. There's always a public safety thing, like because you know, people die more, but they don't. People who take drugs don't use the NHS anymore, they, they actually probably use it less than other things like alcohol and overeating and, and the things that they poison us with daily. Yeah. As opposed to drugs, so I I don't really agree with like penalising anybody for for taking drugs. I think they should be, um, it's, it's just it, you should have choice, freedom of choice to to take it. That it shouldn't be illegal because you have a whole legal drug trade that is actually way Alcohol. more detrimental yeah. to mm. people. Yeah. Painkillers, like literally, yeah, you have, you're you're basically legalised um, um, heroin. 
when you're giving people oxytocin, like it's just it's just legal heroin, and you well, have way more issues with that <clears throat> than you do with crack now. But you're not doing anything about it. Nobody's going to prison over this. So it's like, yeah, I don't. This this is a farce. But uh, you know, if he does arrest anybody or anybody loses their their passport, I wouldn't be surprised if the first one is like a politician. That 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 would just maybe make me laugh. Like, I think they're taking the piss out of each other at this moment. It probably will be a politician. Maybe he's trying to find ways to get rid of Preeti Patel. <laughs> she she could be. She's definitely on some shit. Allegedly. Yeah. Maintain that persona. Wow, I don't know what you couldn't be on. (laughs) Let's get the comments. Okay. Uh, Monica says, Auntie AK looks so speechlessly disgusted. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Mr. Tang said, between him and Preeti, I think that's who's taken the the, The the white stuff, (laughs) allegedly. And Ronald says, how are they going to determine who is a drug user? Does the person have to be convicted of uh, possession or fail a drug test or what? They haven't haven't said that just yet. But I'm probably thinking that drug testing is going to come into play. Yeah. Mm. I think they were talking about more drug testing. Yeah. Yeah. I knew this guy. I knew this guy, you know. No, I don't know him at all. Um, (laughs) Or something on, on social media <laughs> when this guy said that he sold his urine um for he sold his what sold his urine his clean oh. urine for oh yes yeah, that's, 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 that's a that's a business yeah, people do that all the time like for sports um footballers and you know sports professionals that happens all the time i think it was a thing that could be a side hustle but could you imagine oh yeah 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 Mad. Um, we're saying yeah so confidently, Auntie Nana. What have you heard? I beg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um... not pregnant. What? <laughs> Can you imagine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> that would be hilarious. Would be exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Yeah. There's there's been a lot in the news. Um. About abuse of women. And various cases, but there was a case that I I stumbled upon while looking into this, um, and there was a murder that took place in a hotel, and the guy was named as a serial abuser of women, like literally he'd been in prison two times before for beating up ex-girlfriends, and he eventually, this time, has actually killed a girlfriend, um, and is now being sentenced to life. Now, what I was thinking while I was reading over this and various other cases that are out there in the zeitgeist at the moment was why aren't, why isn't there a register that especially serial abusers are on, like child abusers? And so when you meet a man, you could actually go, like log in or you you ask the police or something, you pay, whatever, but you can find out if this person has been convicted for abusing women. Am I off with the fairies? Is this a breach of human rights? What do you guys think about this? Would it, is it necessary at this point in time? Uh, I'll go. I think. Um, I think it's. Uh, I think that it, it, immediately my reaction is yes. But I know there's going to be, especially because of the world that we live in, the governments that we're under, it will become a shit show for those who maybe, in quotes, made a mistake one time. 
But again, it's like, you, how do you quantify what that mistake? Because we have zero tolerance when it comes to paedophiles. Um, but I think we've had this discussion before. There might, there must be, in my, my brain always works like there has to be one person, even if there's no more, there's one person that bucks the, the, the statistic trend. So there has to be one paedophile that will- Bing, bang. Have you seen it? Sorry. <laughs> Between you and Auntie Nana today. I know. I know. That was a scream as well. <laughs> yeah, on one. And imagine I'm the one that's at work. <laughs> it's a thing. But yeah, I think. Um, sorry, yeah, I just, I'm sorry. I think. Um, yeah, just it's just about the thing about reform and being labelled as something that you've done in your past. That I, I do struggle with not because I, I think, especially because black people, we don't get afforded the, the chance to rebuild our our lives after certain criminal events. And we're always targeting that thing. We're, we're just generally targeted anyway, and tarnished as criminals just on site. So that's the part, how it would disproportionately affect black people. Otherwise, I do think that, yeah, something, a database of abuse of men, absolutely. Can I just Google? I don't even want to do too much. I don't even have to go to the police. I don't, if I could easily find, go into serialabuser.com, registered by whichever official body, um, and just put a name in and be like, let me see what comes up. I think, yeah, it is a violation, but it's not because that person's violating, potentially violating their new partner without any thought or process or remorse or anything. So you give up that right. If you think you're going to take away the physical, mental health rights of someone else, and yeah, you lose your rights to be protected from people knowing your shitty past. Auntie Farah. Isn't there something like this already? Like the sex offenders register? There's something like this yeah, already. Safe, but not abuse, but not like physical abuse, I guess. I think, I think, I think um, there's something you can, you can apply to yeah. get the, but I, I'm thinking more, I'm literally like you described exactly what I was thinking of. Some database that I could just put in somebody's name and it will give me a, they've done this, that and the other, like something like that. But I don't know if it really is an infringement on somebody's civil liberties. I don't know. I suppose if I suppose it depends what it is, in it. Like that's what it really is. So if you're a sex offender, it be you should be on a list, as far as I'm concerned. What and why can't I put your name in and find out what you've done? I'd put I could put people's name into Google and find out a lot more for a lot less, if you know what I mean. So I don't I don't see um why not. But I understand what you mean, Auntie AK, when you say it could put you at risk, can't say it, disproportionately <laughs> if, for, for um, us black folk. But I suppose we're on, if they're on it, they're on it anyway, aren't they? And it, we're just talking about as a woman and you're going to start dating someone if you can find that information, like, you know, was convicted in 1992 of boxing his girlfriend. That's mm. quite useful information, actually, isn't it? I don't want to date you. Thanks. You know, maybe on dating apps, you should be able to, there should be something on the dating app that you can press and it, has a list of any criminal convictions or I don't know. I'm not sure how it would work, but I can't see it being a bad thing. Auntie Shadow. So yeah, so as Miss Liz Hang said in the comments, there is a thing called Claire's Law. Um, and basically it says, uh, if you or someone you know has been abused, you can tell us. Um, and uh, this scheme gives the members members of the public the right to ask the police if their partner may pose a risk to them. It's often called Claire's Law after the landmark case that led to it. The scheme also allows a member of the public to make an inquiry into their partner 
uh, of a close friend or family member and it's like a form and it starts with like is a crime happening now or is someone in danger um basically so that kind of yeah exactly so it's it is there i think yeah i think maybe just more awareness um Mm. like what uh, that you can use this and stuff but i do think like you know um what the problem what what the problem is sometimes and not all the all the time is just like you know people don't want like you know the person to be like i'm coming to you as a woman like that kind of thing like sometimes it's like you might say this is what happened to me do you know what i mean to someone and they're like they don't want to hear it um from mm. you kind of thing uh, if it's like a direct kind of like conversation like that do you know what i mean but i definitely think it should be more um publicized man and maybe it'll be more of a deterrent for for men to stop abusing their 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 power like that do you know what i mean like if it's like a case of you know you could be put onto that list and you know maybe uh what's it called maybe your job finds out or something do you know what i mean or maybe it's harder for you to function like as normal or maybe you need to give a portion of your salary to uh domestic violence charities for the rest of your life like do you know what i mean like maybe then like people would stop being so willy-nilly and just kind of getting away with these things like i don't know what the um what the conviction rate, or not, not even just the conviction rate is, but what the what the minimum sentences are. But I'm pretty sure yeah. that it's poor in comparison to most other things as well. So it's just yeah. like we could just uh, still a lot of reform needs to be done um, there to like change uh, the the minds of men. <laughs> to be honest, to stop yes. doing this. That, that's that's exactly it. It's like I, because I was, you know, when you start getting heavy with there's a lot of this. And it may just be it's in the news a lot that that's one thing but then there's not like actually then you start to meet people and it is like yeah i was beaten up by this ex and it's just like Mm. there's a lot of this and really what's the deterrent because we all seem to it's not my business when it's in front of you like that's going on over there and also i do think there needs to be an element of punishment when you are punished that goes on longer than you've just served a term of like GBH type of thing. Like I swear that I feel like there really needs to be a a step up in probation where you have to keep on registering. Like you're actually a danger to another human and we afford kids this right to be secured. And when people have abused children that they go on a register. And I do think actually with how prevalent it is to abuse women, we may need those types of security measures in place as well. There may need to be more of a, a measures that go in place where you have to sign up. Like it's you can't travel very easily. Like Nicki Minaj's husband. Like it's it, you. You have you're on this probation for a good ten years after you've done something, so that it follows you around. So other girlfriends that come along are actually like you know. That they, they they are safer because you have to sign a register or something like that. I think there needs to a be a tag more. or something. Yeah, you can't stay yeah. Up like stuff. it's easy to find you out. Like I don't think it should be that you get exposed online or then it comes into the that everybody knows about it and then it is like. But this was the fourth woman along. But that there's a pattern there. So realistically, if you're going to be the fifth you may have known that there was four before you that got beaten up. Like, I think there just needs to be more information out. I think, is, the thing is, I agree, I, yeah, I think that. I also 
because so who was it that said someone like if he's a serial burglar because or you know like there's other things that contribute to abusive behavior so i was wondering like what would it mean if i could look up someone's name and then see okay well they were done for actually not necessarily violence but yeah they're serial burglars they're serial this they're serial this they've had multiple like or a fraudster or a fraudster because there's 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 an element of okay what what i need to know what i'm getting into but i don't know how long it's like how long is a piece of string and how much information do you want on someone and it, it, there does become the thing when you're desensitized to the information Come hell or what, they could be. They could have killed someone before. You, uh, there will be definitely someone out there who will rationalise and say, "No, I can. They won't kill me." I so think you. Right. I think you. You know what was it? Kind of a uh, a CBR check. Is it CBR check? They should yeah, have yeah. like a version of that. Like when you want to work with kids, yeah. you have to have like a check by yeah. done by the police yeah. and stuff. Yeah. There should be a version of that. Like not that I totally believe in marriage, but but like, and it's not always the case that you're married to the person either. But like, if you're getting into like a serious relationship, you get married, there should be a version of that for your partner, basically. So you just find out all their shit, their credit history, their if they've ever been convicted, what they're convicted for, all that kind of stuff before you actually go into that, that union together kind of thing. So you know exactly what you're getting into and you have to like apply for it or something like, that would be, I think, perfect. I think that's a good idea. I think it's actually like it's needed because there are so many cases, especially when the woman is killed and this person has a profile before that they've killed you mm -hmm. of doing so it's like it gets progressively worse, like yeah. you know, with this sentence for that. And yeah, you there should be a way to find out about it because they are really manipulative. So if there's even if it is a friend or a parent that could find out what the history is of this person to present it, that may help, that may save a life. But yeah, yeah I, I just thought I would I would bring it to you guys if I wasn't just going on a, a rabbit hole thinking, how can we solve this issue yeah. of violence against women? Yeah, let's get the comments. Okay, so... Okay, uh, Mr. Tang, yes, as I said, mentioned that there is uh, a thing called Claire's Law um, and says that women in new relationships can make applications to the police for disclosures. Um, <laughs> we ignore <laughs> Not um, me, but... <laughs> You know, was that what it was? I didn't even hear yeah, it. sounded so loud. You know what? I love that so much. It cracks me up so much. Are you like nine? Like my sons love that. <laughs> I think that's my level of humour, to be honest. Akoya yeah. um, says, uh, there is such a listing, but most women don't believe that their new partner will do the same to them. Mm, I agree. And she said, my best friend works it for a women's charity and says that most women are warned but don't listen. Um, Ronald says, I know that employers can purchase criminal histories from law enforcement agencies. I don't know if individual citizens can. I wonder if you can do, can you do that here in the UK? I'm not too sure, Ronald, I'm, I'm guessing we're talking about the US. Um, and Mr. Tang says, most local authorities don't even have a perpetrator program. And so that idea is a great idea. Cool. Yeah. Okay, guys, time to move into aunties know best oh do you know what i don't have no, I you're not have gonna a, have an instrument in ghana are you? i should have had a hip life or <laughs> afrobeats kind of rhythm to play myself in but you're lucky i'll have that for next week all right so <laughs> i just know best 
there's two problems I want I have to cover. First is from one of our watchers, listeners, um, who has a problem that she wants the aunties to resolve. Okay, so hi aunties, I love your show. Keep up the great work you're doing. Big thumbs up. Now, I have a dilemma that I would love for you to cover next. Please, 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 please. Asking for a friend, wink, wink. So here we go. My good friend got engaged this year around summertime. For context, I have been engaged for over four years now, and we're planning a small, very small destination wedding in Europe. And when I say small, I mean us, our kids, and parents. That's it. And this is planned for 2022. Now, my friend also will be getting married in 2022, and we'll have a, and also will have a destination wedding. However, her destination wedding will be in Jamaica, and the current cost for guests are over 3k per couple. Seven nights, all inclusive, at a five-star resort. We were given five months' notice to book and make the final payments for summer 2020 nuptials. I'm very uncomfortable about changing my plans for 2022 at such short notice and coming up with that amount to spend on someone else's wedding. Please note that I'm in the bridal party, one of the high-ranking bridesmaids. So basically she has to be there. How do I break you to it that I'm not going? Also, what do you guys think? What would you do if one of your good friends asks this of you? And she goes on to say, I hope you cover this. Kiss, 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 kiss. Guys, aunties, how are we resolving our actual fans um problem <laughs> this is a non-problem for me and i tell you for why yeah. um, <laughs> if i'm engaged to be married and my friends engaged to be married then we both should know that the importance is the marriage between the people who are about to commit to one another if i ain't got the papers and you ain't paying for me i'm not coming in it like I've been struggling and trying to save up little change to do my wedding. I can't come to your wedding. Yes, I'm so flattered that you want me in the bridal party. However, you know I ain't going like that right now, innit? I'm not going to struggle and fuck off my own wedding with my own fucking fiancé <laughs> in order to go and stand up in Jamaica on yours. And then I can't get... And you, if you are my friend, as you say that you are, will understand and you'll know that I really appreciate you wanting to include me on this. And I'll do what I can from here, but I'm not coming because I don't have the money. Simple things. Auntie Shadow. Um, so when, when I saw this, I thought back to my friend, which she got married in Jamaica in a beautiful place called Little Bay, and that she um, paid for my flight, hotel, and, <laughs> and everything. <laughs> I was obviously a bridesmaid and yeah, I had a great time. It was amazing. And you know, like she's my good, good, good friend. Like, do you know what I mean? And she, you know, she knew what my situation was at the point in at that point in time. So she made it happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think like you kind of need to, not that I, I, I don't think at that point in time I had to tell her, but if I, if it was uh, unclear, I would have told her, like, look, I don't have the funds for this. And, um, you know, it wasn't that I was expecting her to, but then at the same time, at that point in time, if she went ahead without me, I think it would have been war. But, <laughs> but that's just the kind of friendship, I mean, that works both ways as well. That's the kind of friendship that we have. Um, but yeah, so she sorted me. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like, you know, okay, not everyone has that. I get that. Do you know what I mean? Um, 
but you do have to be honest in your friendships. Do you know what I mean? You do have to be upfront and just say that like, this is what it is. And if a person is a real friend, then they'll either help you get there, they'll find a solution, help you find a solution, or um, they'll understand like, why you can't be there. Do you know what I mean? And know that you'll be there in spirit or find yeah, ways to incorporate you right, again, in while, you're in the, while you're in the UK. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's, uh, that's basically it. Well, that wasn't me this time. Oh, no, that was Auntie Nella, no. it, it came oh, in no. properly. Try again in a few seconds. Yeah, that's what she likes to do. Try again in a few seconds. You don't get don't my point that. right now. Try again in a few seconds. Yeah, I feel for you. Um, I've been there and I paid the money and it was exactly the same, uh, $3,000. I think I would love to have been in the position of Auntie Sade and it all being paid for. I, I do feel that in hindsight, um, I think that's the way it should be done. I think if you're going to do a destination wedding, it's one thing to invite the guests. Um, but I really do think that you should have it in your head that if this wedding literally could be me and my husband and my kids or if there's no kids me and my husband and the priest then we'll find a, a witness there but I think it's not okay to expect people to spend money to attend your wedding when it's in another country really and truly unless you're going to pay for them I think that's the way it should it should be because you never know like free grand can go on so many different things in somebody's house and it's not okay to expect that so I wouldn't even be fearful um in telling her i think she should absolutely understand and all i almost feel like even in asking you it should have been a conversation if you know that somebody else is getting is getting married the same year the same year as you it actually should be more of a i would love you to be a part of the bridal party do you think you have the capacity to then a straight you're in my bridal party i think that's already um sensing a lot of selfishness so you know, maybe this is going to be the crossroads when you two go your separate ways. It just may be that, but really the person should understand that this isn't a, a small ask on your same wedding year. It's not even a small ask on any year, actually, to ask somebody to go fly over to Jamaica and spend money on a five-star hotel. It's not a small ask. And I wouldn't have done it for anybody other than my best friend, really. I would have appreciated um, the hotel being paid for and just my flights. But, um, you know, that money's gone now. So what can I say? Yeah. Same, 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 same. I, you're, you mean you've got a wedding in the same year and you're expecting me to be there um, and pay for it. And, you know, no, unless we're both balling and we know that each other's bank account is huge. And no, it's not realistic and it's not fair. Um, you should, the person who wrote in, you just need to be honest and say, I can't afford this. Um, so no, I can't go. Um, and I'm a high ranking bridesmaid. High ranking could be damned. I could be high ranking a little more. So I can high rank from, from London. I can high rank from London. Yeah, you for real. Zoom. Coordinate. You want me to be, you know, I can set everything up. I could be wedding planner extraordinaire. I'm just not going to Jamaica because you know what? I'm getting married too. Yeah, and you knew that. But it sounds time. like the way it lives. Oh, 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 gone on Wi-Fi. 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 Gone on
God was like, go and find your husband. <laughs> you want to talk about marriage? Come off this chat now and go Woo! and find your husband. That's Isn't what we're here for. Come on now. Coffee is round the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and he had some brothers too. <laughs> oh. oh she's posing as well. Like, oh. We, 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 we knew it may, may happen. So, yeah. you know, Akoya is now uh, frozen. Auntie AK is frozen. And um, hopefully she'll be back. <laughs> she'll be back again. Mate. Does oh, <laughs> anybody else want to add to that was... scenario? We've all gone, haven't we? Yeah. yeah I think... Um... Yeah, no, I think I think that's I think that's fine. Like seriously, mm. I think what you guys were saying is right. Do you know what I mean? Like you just have to have the conversation, isn't it? Really? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think nowadays, your friend is. I want them to be one of our. Yeah, friends. yeah, yeah. We all want <laughs> your friend like to be to our friend. Your friend needs to be our friend too, because I like holidays. I like holidays. <laughs> I, I even like weddings. Like, I mean, we would give her a like, sell, <laughs> sell us to add to. We just, <laughs> we she would love us. us. You know that she'd love us. We are <laughs> lovable characters. <laughs> we bring a lot to the team. Like, she's lovely. She's actually lovely. And she's been my friend for a very long time. And yeah, I love her to pieces. And yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not what we asked you. We said that like, we want to reach that to I mean, I'm not a mixer up her, is she? She's like, I got my friends here, I got my friends there. She's one of those. But you know what? No, I understand that because you know, like sometimes you try to make all your friends be friends. Oh, no. And it goes wrong. Yeah, you know, like when you're younger, you have this thing yeah. of everyone has to be friends. Yeah. And then you get older and you're like, no, you don't ever need to meet that person. I was absolutely that. Like, I'm probably still a bit like that, like everybody mix, but I'm not so forcing it anymore. But when I was younger, it definitely was like, let's try and make a really big crew. Yeah. So then you meet somebody and say, like, join the crew so that there's more people in the crew and then it doesn't work. What are you trying to do with the crew? I've had like friends be really. But I've already told you guys that I wanted to be a cult leader. I've been like, oh, I had true. this. Like the more people that were around, the, yeah, it was a team. A cult leader. She's an yeah. actual cult leader. That's why yeah. I stopped. Because she yeah. said a cult leader. Honestly, yeah. it, was a, it was a big dream. You just said you wanted to be head of a crew, but you said a cult leader. No, an actual cult That's leader. That's a different thing. What have you got in your cult? How many did I manage to get? What would yes. we have got from being in your cult? Oh, yeah, yeah. What, did, what oh, was that? Oh, the... Um, uh, what was my selling points? It was kind of like, you know, an insight into the meaning of life, that type of thing. Like, oh, okay. Living off the grid. Oh, okay. No, That's okay. Cool. I mean, I was 14, so I didn't know what off a grid meant, but yeah. <laughs> it would have been a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, try it. I had about seven followers. Of course you did. <laughs> Do you just mean seven friends? Hello. They were followers. They were a part of fossilism. It was real. <laughs> what is that? Fossilism? What happened there? You just mean seven friends. What did I don't know about when I wanted to be a cult leader. Oh, yeah. And you had fossilism. <laughs> oh, you're making me hot. That's funny. Oh, my God. Um, did we um, move on to the next problem? We, we were literally no, chatting, no, so, yeah, you can do the next dilemma. Yeah. Okay, next dilemma. Sorry about that, internet dropped. Um, 
Another problem. My friend has three children, two boys and one girl. The oldest boy, who's 15, is maturing and will be dating soon. And she thinks, my friend thinks it's fine if the son brings home a girlfriend and they have sex at home, citing that it's safer that way. This would obviously be when his girl, he and his girlfriend are of, are of age, as she would, of course, never condone underage sex. And it would be when they are in a loving and, of course, consensual relationship. Her longtime partner, who is the father of her last child, but not the first two, disagrees and doesn't want that to happen. And Sai says it sets the wrong precedent. The fear is that she doesn't want her child to have sex in dangerous places like a park. And whilst I hear her, I couldn't totally agree because her partner and I share a similar cultural background and viewpoint, which is this is deemed to be unacceptable. It would be good to know your thoughts as I'm truly on the fence. Aunties, what do you think? Auntie Far. Um, okay, so I kind of, oh, this is difficult because the logical side of me says you absolutely want your child to be in a safe space you want to have that relationship with your child when they tell you the truth. And, you know, the best place for them to be is in your home rather than God knows where. And I say this as someone who, as a teenager, my mum technically didn't always know exactly where I was. I wasn't necessarily always where I said I was for one reason or another. And I have friends who definitely had sex in places that they should not have had sex in and because they couldn't go home. You can't stop someone having sex once they get to their age and they want to do it. You just saying to them, you can't do it right now, ain't going to cut it. They're going to do it and they're going to do it wherever they're going to do it. So in the safety of your home, it's always better. Like, I feel like it's the same for when kids want to start drinking, when they get to like 17 or something like that. In the safety of your home is always better than in a park or an alley yeah. or someone else's house and you don't know whose house they're at. And so... That's the logical part of me. The parental side of me is like, eh, no, not my child, <laughs> not my house, but they're going to do it. So the intention there would be for me to have a mansion and for them to be <laughs> as far away from me in my house as possible so I don't have to hear no knocking. Because if I hear anything, I'm telling you now, woo, worries in the dance. You might have to sleep on the couch and you might have to creep out in at night when I'm asleep because you know... Uh, no, it's yeah, it, that part of me is like it's ick, but I'd rather it be in my house than somewhere else. Auntie Nana, um, oh my god, I don't even know. And this is like, I mean, I still got a few years, but I do think about it. What is the thing to do? Oh, um, I feel like, oh, I don't know, I don't want it to happen. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I also don't want them to like be forced to do, I don't know, a random car or you know, like somebody's big brother's empty, flipping, dodgy house that a lot of people go to allegedly. Like just I don't want any of that. But I also don't want it to happen in my house. Oh, I don't I don't know. Um, but I, I mean it's gonna happen. I would prefer to, it to happen in my big house and I don't hear about it. But I also feel like I would want it to happen around 18, though. I still feel like 16 is very young. Yeah. For a girl and a guy, I think, I think, I think 16 is still a bit young. So I would more be inclined to be speaking to my sons about like taking time like date the girl like you can date in 
you can come in the house and everything else. But really stepping forward into sex, I would want them to be a little bit more mature uh, and a little bit older. And I think over 18, I'd be fine. You can both both parties, you can do this in my house and it's safe. But I think under that, I still, it's too kiddie. You're still a teenager. I want 18 and over. And then you can do it in my house. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I, didn't, I, I missed the 16 bit. Well, she didn't say 16. She just said that when, when they were of age. So yeah, I guess, just... if, but it's 15. Yeah. So you're already thinking of yeah. 16, age of consent. It's, it's going to happen, happen soon. Yeah, and I would come. really want to delay it. Uh, but you can't delay it. But I would want to yeah. push back be on that. like, you know, date the person like really really date them like get to know each other spend time together fall in love <laughs> yeah and then do it i think there's a lot of projection in when it comes to not in my house it's culture it's tradition and not in my house because when you think about it what is the not in my house and i guess it comes to like the boundaries between parent and child what does what does that break down if you know your does your child lose respect for you if you start to allow certain things it's those type of things that i think come into play because when you really break it down what is the big deal about somebody of age having physical fun in the same route on in the same space because if you go on holiday to a hotel if you go on holiday you go anywhere else but someone's home your parents home and you're with your parents it's a, it's going to be it's, it's, it's it could be done so i think it's removing those kind of really understanding what the no is or the pushback is as to what is the problem when you really break it down. Because then it just becomes, well, I don't want them to have sex in my house. And that's it. If that's what it is, then that's just what it is. But really understand what is your no? Really, what is your no? Um, I obviously have a grown person in my yard who's of age <laughs> and who has a partner. And I could not be a hypocrite and say, like, you know, not in my house. Because most probably has been in my house. And I'm okay with it. I think before having a child of age, I would have thought, oh God, that's terrible. It's disrespectful, no way, no way. But it's definitely knowing that your children are in a safe place, comfortable place and feel, and not, yeah, trying to get it at back alley and in a car and all that type of stuff. And to be fair, they're gonna do that. They're gonna do that anyway. If you're not in it, they know your work patterns, your work schedule, definitely gonna be creeping in people's houses. What, and what's, the, what's your of age age? Again, similar to you, 18 plus, because I think at 16, I'd be more steering towards, let's just pause, let's just, do you understand what you're doing? There's no, and I think 16, I think is too young. So 16, I would be a lot more comfortable saying no, yeah. not in my house. And push, like, and if you're, in, then looking at what is the necessity and what is that? Because I, I definitely don't think there should be a thing, well, hello, this is my boyfriend or my girlfriend. We're staying over and tonight will be the night, most probably. I don't <laughs> want to know that it's in, the, in those kind of explicit terms, that this is the night, that this is going to happen. And I definitely at 16 and those kind of ages, I feel like it's a lot more obvious that this is what's going to happen um, in a kind of more intentional, we've got to have sex because it's sex is so exciting way. Yeah. So I think it's it's definitely about the relationship you have with your children. I, what she's saying, the part, yeah, it's, and it's again, usually men and sex and all that type of stuff, when it comes to their daughters, there's a lot of projection. So it's just removing the projection. Why are you saying no? If your no is projectionless and balance then yeah then deal with it but you know where I once said no in my house I'd be like okay it's been a natural evolution to this is a house so I think that um I'm I understand why have it doing it at home 
sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I do understand that in theory, but I think culturally, the way I was brought up, like it's a no-no. Like there's too much taboo. There's too it's too ingrained in my culture. Like, nah, you don't have sex in your parents' house, man. You just don't. Like, it's just mad. They show into some kinky shit and you want to be <laughs> like, just like, you just do that. But I do think. What is the kinky scale of? I Unless you want to have hair. But like, eventually they're going to hear. They're going to be, someone's going to cross paths or something or like, I don't know. But anyway, I think like there's many other places. It doesn't have to be in a park. Like if you really want to do it, really want to do it, like you can get yourself a little Saturday job. You can save up for a hotel. Like you can make an experience. You can make it like nice. Um, you could just do so many different things. Like it doesn't have to be at home. Like you can make it like something that you guys do together. I would be scared of, you know, if it was like my son, for example, him getting someone pregnant under my roof, like diseases, like, um, just like having the opportunity to uh, manipulate, misuse, not to say I'd bring up a son like that, but you don't know people can do stuff, they can fall into stuff. Like just, you know, be in the yard where everyone can go, like I would just, do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. I would just hate that. Um, I also thought like, does it matter if it's a girl, boy, does that scenario change kind of thing? I would think I'd be definitely against it if it was a girl. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that is just, uh, that's sexism, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I get it, I get exactly yeah. what you're saying. And it is, it is, it's a black person's like tradition, really and truly you don't like, like if even the idea of being able to bring a guy home. I remember once I had a friend come round to my house and me and him was in my room. I think I was yeah. about 16. He was eight, no, I was about 17. He was a 16, because I was at home. He came round and we were in my room just listening to music and the, the wars that happened after that. You would have thought that someone found me sitting on top of him <laughs> from what happened. Me and him were just like, he was at the other end of the room. I was like, one but you would have thought that I was literally on my back taking the biggest wood at that time. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I, I totally, I totally get it, but I don't understand the opposite scale of what that meant that I oh personally did. So yeah. whilst I don't want it because it's like the idea of my child having intercourse in my house, but I do think that's more of a, it's my child sort of thing rather yeah. than anything else. Yeah, yeah. With us, I do think it was a, like a respect thing. You don't in your parents' house out of respect, but I don't. I don't know. It's it's so weird. But I hear your point, Auntie Sade. But I, but well, it's the logical side of me. But I'm like, yes. well, where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna? Yeah, do I feel like you gotta go somewhere, though, in it. Like you don't, you don't also want your child just being out there. Yeah. No, you don't. I know some girls that did some things in some different places, and I don't ever want. <laughs> Any, I'm telling you straight, and not That's like you were kinky. We're doing it here. I mean, like we got nowhere else to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't, I don't want that. That's the same thing with raving, though. Like I literally am. Like I yeah. will drive you wherever you. Like don't lie. Like how yeah. I did. Like don't I lie. Told, Say you, you want to go to this rave. 
I will but take you, they, they don't even have those. Why didn't they gonna have to die though? No, but the thing is, I didn't I am freaking lucky I didn't die. I'm very lucky. No, but no, but for real. The amount of gassing in places, running, like all of that I just being driven by people who have taken ease. Yeah. Just like <laughs> on a motorway who don't have a license. Like, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, 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 I will drive you any anywhere you want to go. I will yeah. just take you and then I'll pick you up. Yeah. So you don't even have to be like, oh, I'm staying at this person's house. No, we can just go to a rave. Like, I understand. Yeah. We're going to want to go to a rave. I think, it's, I think it's about the intention of the, the, the your, your child and how your child carries himself. Because as Aunt Shadow, you said, if you fostering because there's there's definitely some parents like they they don't like again ignoring the the red flags of their child they're ignoring the fact that their child's dutty and anyway and I, when i say dutty i don't mean in the promiscuous sense of the word well promiscuous but in the sense where they're just reckless with people they have no respect for themselves or the people that go traipsing through your house and it's not a knocking shop that type of behavior it's not on son daughter you're not doing you're not having my house that's disrespectful but i definitely think long-term relationship and it's inevitable and it's, it's evident that this is something that is serious it's got legs it looks like it's potential then removing those barriers to comfortability and help because there's, you know, there's that thing as well as auntie Farah alluded to like you just got a guy in your room in your room as a friend and then projection from your parents make deem that as unacceptable disgusting dangerous wrong where there's some of us so, so some people out here that sit in, in relationship relationship less because of all the stigmas and the trauma that's placed on interacting with men and uh, especially for young women, that boys are bad, sex is mm. bad, everything's bad. So then by the time you come to an age where you realize that a lot of that was the, what you were told was projection and nonsense, not the true understanding of what relationships and sex is all about, you're there lost in the wind, not knowing what the fuck to do and how to get yourself into a decent relationship because you spent so many years traumatized from what you were taught. So I definitely think it's about your child. You definitely have to know your child. You definitely have to have some rules and boundaries. I definitely don't think if my daughter was out there bringing Bear Man, it would never happen. It could never happen. <laughs> it's different now. But someone respectable that you can see that this is actually something that it could potentially be something yeah. great. Then there's, yeah. that's, a, that's a different conversation. Yeah. And it doesn't. And it does, and, and I'm speaking from experience in this perspective, it makes it harder to sit because, I, like I said, I had all the no's. But it does then become, so what am I actually saying no to? Yeah. And that's, especially, and if it's just because out of respect for me, but it, it, then res, respect is relative in, in that it starts to become harder and harder Then you're literally just saying no. And it is a thing where, okay, you can leave then. And it's just like that relation, I don't know, it starts to set a whole different thing, chain, of, chain of events. Oh my God. I don't, yeah. I don't want this to happen. It's gonna happen. I don't. I don't know. I don't even want to get there. I want them to stay small. Yeah, they're like like still cute now, but literally, it is like I do think about it because Okai kind of has like teenagey tendencies. Like he's really getting into fashion, and it is like, oh my god, that's the beginning. Yeah, but you're just nine. I still am like you're just nine, but you are getting into that stage where. It's like what do it's I wear? It's when they can reason, mm. and when you can no longer pull the wool over their eyes about yeah. what life is like. Yeah, and eat, and it does because it is that a lot of our cultural traditions have tampered our voice, have quieted us where we can't speak freely as adults. So even sometimes when we like in this day and age when children are being allowed to have an opinion and reason, and some when you when you're faced with that, or with a child that's got 
speaking with pertinence and like you're, un, you're under teenage years and you're talking with so much confidence. It's an adjustment to think, oh, hold on, who are you talking to? My initial reaction is who the hell are you talking to? But where's the line between this human has a right to express themselves how they want to. And if that's how they're expressing themselves because their brain is at that level, mm. why am I tampering it down? What is the rule? What, what, there's an adjustment that comes with parenting and looking after someone young and understanding who they are as well as setting boundaries and what the yeah. no's are and why the no's are. I think no, you have to understand yeah. what your no's are. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I understand my no. I, yeah, it's just not, it's not <laughs> politically correct. Like, it's just not, it's just not, it's basic. But that's the thing, being confident in your no, I think that's what it is. It boils down to your individual no. If you're like, yes, I don't want it because it's not happening because that's what I feel, that's all good. It's those that are like, I don't know why I'm doing it, I'm just saying no. I find problem with that. If you're confident I, 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 one of my friends is, was like, um, there's no way that I'm in the house with my wife and we're hitting it. And my kids are in the house and they're hitting it. Only I can be hitting it in the house. Oh my God, <laughs> even the thought of that is, oh. Yeah. No the thing is the thought of it is nonsense, <laughs> but why are you thinking of that? Because you shouldn't even really be thinking of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're so weird. We shouldn't actually. But you do have to, like, you do, like, it's a reality. Otherwise, you're just ignoring what's happening. And not, obviously, not in a perverse way or whatever kind of thing. But it's just like, okay, what if you're, what if you've come home early and and then your son or your daughter is just, just screaming the house down and they don't know that or it's something that's been happening, but instead of the mum, it's the son. But that's what happened, regardless. If they think you know you're at work and they're sneaking, because ultimately, it's my house, it's my house. Yeah, the minute you put the band down, that shit can still happen because it's like, oh, mum's at work, she said no, but keep, 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 and then you come in and hear whatever, yeah, that can, but they'll know that it's not supposed to happen, and you shouldn't, yeah, I get that. I mean, any type of loud. No, you do that. They just need to all go to university at 18. Well, this then... is what I'm saying. Like, why does it have to be in your <laughs> Then you're out. It doesn't like... have to be in your house. That's if that's yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not everyone. Like, they might have different parents. Yeah. It might be their house. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but then, but then, you're, but there's then, so many scenarios why it doesn't work it, like that. If it's at their house, you're just putting your head in the sand. No, it's just I don't want to in front of me. No, I know that, but you know, like the other concerns that you had about, you know, maybe he could get her pregnant, or if if you've got a son, or those sort of things. Like, imagine you've got a daughter and she goes to some boy's house and she's having sex at some boy's house, and then the boy's mum comes in while they're having sex, or that that like, there's so many different scenarios that are out of your control. I didn't, I didn't even think about those things though. Like but when I was so younger, many, yeah. like, I, I would just go to the. I'll be like, house. see what they have. I just go to the guy's house and not. I remember one when um, one boyfriend's <laughs> mum was like, "What are you doing here?" And she just cussed me out the house. And I was like, "Yeah, no, I, 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 I oh yeah. God. I, I, I had one. Yeah, I had one, and I didn't know, but he had a girlfriend, like a proper girlfriend. Mm. This actually happened twice." Um, but one mother, like totally, like she just blanked me. So we are face to face and he's like, mum, this is Nana. Nana, this is my mum. And I'm like, hello, auntie. And she just looked me up and down and went. And <laughs> I, instinctively I knew you've got a girlfriend. Like it, it was okay. just, it was the way she did it. It was just like, you're not supposed to be here. It's usually another girl. So another one, she was really nice to me. Um, until one of the aunties came 
she came from Canada and she was like, oh, so you must be Nicola. I was like, no, oh. I'm not. And and the Nicola oh. girl was the longer girlfriend. Oh. And the mum stepped in and was like, no, no, this is Nana. Nicola's not around anymore. So, yeah. See, so from my point of view, I remember I was, I was going out with this guy and I was more embarrassed that the mum knew that we was having sex in her house. So then mm. I didn't really want to be around in the house because I'm like, I'm going to have to face your mum and your mum knows. Yeah, that, that's the pressure. That's in the house. Like, mm. And then I would kind of like avoid speaking to the mum too much. And then that <laughs> became a thing because I'm really talking to the mum too much, but I don't want to talk to her because I'm been banging your son in the house. Like, oh. yeah, it's just it's all <laughs> a mess. And I'm glad I'm out of it. It's all awkward. It yeah, is. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm a grown ass woman, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm out of it. Honestly, and you know what? Maybe I was lucky in the sense that I got my place quite young. Do you know what I mean? So That's like, another I thing. Didn't yeah. have to suffer that consequence yeah. for very long. Yeah. I do remember going to one particular boy's house and his sister banging on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's just terrible. So yeah. Scarred for life, mate. I mean, I've had my neighbour do that before. You know what I mean? Like, no, I've had a neighbour. I think I would die. I don't. I. I swear, my heart would drop, and I'm just gone. Like, I, I'm how? How am I getting up again and walking out? I think I've, I'm. Maybe I'm a little bit. I'm just like in, it's. It's all our internal issues or projections. It's not yes. a big deal. If I heard my sister having sex, I'd be like, it's the idea. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird because I remember when I used to live in my old flat, there was there, the, my neighbor upstairs must have rented out their house to these uni students at one stage, right? And I remember they were fucking for what seemed like I don't know if they took something. Yeah, that's annoying. But they it's were annoying. fucking for about ten hours. It wasn't <laughs> ten hours. It just felt like ten hours to me, and I could hear them going from room to room to room, oh, like, no, angle, no, angle, no. angle and angle, no, and then like at no. one stage, I was doing things to so that they would know that I can hear you. Like I beg, like just calm down a little bit, innit? I went to the bin to throw rubbish at. I remember as I walked past, they had the window wide open, so it's oh, like no. want everyone to see and hear what's going on. Just like. Remember that was when we when, where we when we were in New York, and I think Nana, you either you'd left no something. <laughs> Wait, like, where's this going? <laughs> no, 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 no. People next door, no, no. People next door, the, the room next door, like I was yeah, literally going to mention them, the sex couple, and you could yeah, that they were literally... like I don't want to hear that regular banging, but one off like random. And I'd be like, listen, I heard you, allow it. If it's in, you know, they were bloody annoying. It was like three o'clock. Yeah, that was annoying. Like, That's annoying. Yeah. I'll tell you what. And go to sleep. When I've gone to hotels, I don't care if you can hear me in it. I pay my money. I don't care. No, they, <laughs> were they obviously like, don't they care. I'll be honest. Like, I don't care. It was yeah, like, so nice. I don't, yeah, yeah, cool. And I'll go no, down. It's not okay. They would stop no, for a bit and, it, yeah, and then they would stop again. I, I have paid you guys, you I guys have paid my money. money. Nah. If I haven't no. paid my money and I've gone to a hotel to enjoy myself. We were selling goods in Afropunk. We needed our we needed <laughs> our been, She might have been selling goods too. <laughs> To be honest, but the like. thing is, to be fair, it sounded like oh. like a weighty guy and a light, sprightly young lady. But yeah, that's where yeah. I take my issues to the hotel. I wouldn't blame the people there. I blitzed it because why are your walls so thin and why why are you doing that? Like your walls shouldn't so be good. so thin. That was so annoying. We just wanted yeah. to sleep. 
yeah and it's just anyway let's go for the culture what are you watching what are you wearing what's on chatting i don't know why that was sec that's my sex um there's lots of stuff that's happening it sounds like pigeons. Yes. Um, I don't. I'm not going to do the actual sex sounds. I think that's more. You know, yeah, pineapples, way pineapples. Okay, for the culture, we've got Little Man and Bouncer. Apparently, Bouncer's trademark Little Man's name. The Mobos. Did we watch it? Who won? Who lost? Do we care? Swiss Beats has called out the poor behavior and lofty demands of some of the acts invited to take partake in the versus battles. Um, and I want to ask what rules you would have in place. And um, Will and Jada, people are saying they should be interviewed again. Tristan Thompson has apparently allegedly offered woman, a woman 75K to get rid of their baby. And someone's had a Dubai problem with cocaine, one of the Love Island lot. What do you want to talk about first? And I'll take, let's take two out of them. Bouncer. Bouncer. It's got to be Bouncer, isn't it? Bouncer well, I did not, I said, you know what we're talking about. On, please break it down. What the hell happened? And explain first of all who Little Man is and Bouncer. Oh. No, no, no. All right, all right. So Little Man is uh, a dwarf and, and he's a boxer. Bouncer is a businessman, uh, a former criminal who manages certain people. He used to manage Dig That as well. He's a grime artist, well, drill artist. And basically, Little Man went on ZZ Mills and Sideman's podcast, uh, what's Plus it called? Four. Plus yeah. four, four. He went on there and said that Bouncer had stolen from him, that like he owns all of his intellectual property. He's wow. trademarked his name as Little Man. He owns that. Um, he owns certain uh, like phrases that he says and that he was uh he was his contract is for 50 percent of all of what little man earns and he said that's out of order wow plus four four talking about it so then bouncer came on clubhouse and was chatting with kojo and sideman on there and putting forward his case as a businessman that invested he said a hundred and thirty thousand pounds into making Little Man a brand that he is now. Like he put that money in there and he ran his TikTok and Instagram page and he trademarked his name. He's given him his TikTok and Instagram page and he said he's willing to give him over the trademark and, and they can go their separate ways. And he has made 50% of nothing. He spent that money on him and he hasn't made any money back from him. So, so he's the, willing to give his stuff back to him for free? This is what this is what Bouncer is saying, but Little Man was saying that they asked and he didn't get back to them. He didn't he didn't exactly say he's gonna give it for free. He didn't actually say those words. He just said that he will give it, he's you know, he's there, he's you know, his talk. I think someone asked him about an amount, and he's like, I'm not even saying about that amount. Do you know what I mean? So he didn't actually say completely for free I, I didn't get the impression it meant completely for free but like it, the the what is this I'm trying to be respectful <laughs> but but what it seems to me is that uh you know kind of like road guys like doing doing business right do you know what I mean mm. in in a legit way which is is absolutely fine. I just think that when you're dealing with trademarking someone's name, 
There is no way it looks respectable, respectable, ethical, moralistic at all. If you do that, you trademark someone's name without their knowledge. It does. It just doesn't. It just never looks good. It really doesn't. Regardless of whether you know, because his thing is saying, oh, he's got fifty percent of nothing because Little Man hasn't made any money. His last is his 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 next fight isn't happening. Um, so he, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, and he built his brand and stuff and everything like that. But still, you trademarked it for a reason. You didn't put it in his name for a reason. You put it in your own name because eventually you wanted to make some sort of money out of it. Do you know what I mean? Regardless of whether that's like, oh, you're going to uh, hold him to ransom for it or, you know, you were still going to stay friends and, and you would have just made the money. But the thing is, with Little Man, I think, I don't know if you mentioned, but he, he says he can't read or write. Yeah. Either, right? <laughs> so it's just problematic. It's, pro it's just, it's just really problematic. And I know, like, I know there's people out there with problems and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, honestly, honestly, guys, if, if, if you have friends or know people who are in these kind of predicaments or kind of from that, you know, road life and they don't have good people around them, like try and advise them. Do you know what I mean? Not to sign these deals, not to sign these contracts, not to sign these agreements or get involved with people like this. Because, you know, as much as, you know, Bouncer is saying that he's done everything with a clean heart, because that's essentially what he's saying. Mm. It's just like, really, though? What do you, mean, you, you think he's wrong? Like, I, I, I okay. think he's wrong for trademarking the name without little man's knowledge. If someone trademarked my name... I'm working with you because he's trying to say, oh, he was their 50-50 Yeah, they were partners. partners. But still, like, I have a business with my niece called Everyday Friday. We're not 50-50, but we're business partners. Yeah, that trademark is attached to our business. Do you know what I mean? If she trademarked that name without my knowledge, or if I trademarked it without her knowledge, she's going to feel some type of way or I'm going to feel some type of way. Do you know what I mean? Because there's a level of deceit and dishonesty. There's a lack of transparency. And ultimately, that destroys trust. Because what is it? You could have done that, like, thinking, oh, yeah, that would be good for us in the future. I'm not going to believe a bloody word you say, because why didn't you say it at the time? Do you know what I mean? Why didn't you tell me what was happening? Why didn't you say, like, this is the plan and we, we're doing this because of this? And or... The other thing is, okay, I'm going to trademark it now to transfer it to you later. Do you know what I mean? Like, the thing is, why people trademark, why people trademark in this way, most of the time is is for deceitful behavior. And we've seen, we've, we've, we've seen it. We've seen it, like, time and time again. There was a case with um, the receipts. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't remember what the complete outcome was that, but it's just like a next person trademarking their yeah. thing. It feels oh, mad. Okay. Do you know what I mean? There was Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Madness. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, seriously. So I, I I just don't think it's ever going to go down well. You have to be transparent from the beginning. You have to say what it is. And, like, in business, like, and I hate this whole thing about with business, oh, that's the way the game goes. It doesn't have to be okay. like that. It's because yeah. you're buying into the idea it has to be like that. It actually doesn't have to. You can be ethical in business. You can. Yeah. And just to just I to think that's my point. Go on. You've said, just to tailor what you said about trademarks, we've we like you said, we've seen it very many times. And let's not let's not be disillusioned here. It doesn't cost that much to trademark a name. Like mm. my company's trademarked. I didn't spend thousands of pounds doing it. It's a mm. couple hundred pounds. So really he could have 
said to um, Little Man, it's a couple hundred pounds, I think you should trademark your name. Or he should have just done it and said, look, I've done it for you, give me back my couple hundred pounds. It's not like it costs thousands of pounds. It takes this a process, as long as no one else um, contests what you've done, then it just goes through with no worries, no problems. However, there are people out there who make it their business to trademark names that they think are going to be successful later on in order right. to go to that person later on and say, I had, I actually own this trademark. You're going to have to pay me to use it. If you yeah. want it, you're going to have to pay me. They get the trademark, they get the website, they get the domain name, they get everything because they know that there's money to be made in that in the future. It's, this is not new news. You can't, have, he can't have done that with a clean heart. You can't tell me that you went and you trademarked somebody else's name without their knowledge, with a clean heart. You can't. You've done it for financial gain. And that's what it is. And if, if that's what you have done, then own your fucking shit and admit right. that's what you did. But if they're um, business partners, like you're, you're in, you're... If they're worse, so man right. in prison, like, I want to keep him out right. of prison. But, and I'm, I'm building a brand. He doesn't and have the right to then it yeah. should be both of their names. But then it should have been, should have been up in. It should, from what we don't know, I don't know if Bouncer said that he told Little Man that this is what I'm going to do, because he and is he also paid trade on the fact that Little Man can't read or write. Um, so then you know that you're doing stuff. You're just doing stuff over your business partner. So that's a business partnership. Yeah. That's not. I can't be. We can't. We can't be in this conversation as business partners. And you're doing stuff that I don't know what the deal is, yeah. and yeah. doing stuff to me. It's not our business. It's not like. And bounce a little productions and then the yeah. substrand of everybody. It is it's his name. own, the person's own brand being trademarked by person that you're calling my partner. You're not partnering me, you're he owning me. He's gone through a similar sort of scenario, isn't it? Like there's lots of people, yes. you know, fucking prints in yeah. it. There's yeah, lots of people yeah. that have gone through similar scenarios where people have gone behind their back and trademark their fucking personal property. And the thing is, it's shady. Little man, little man, you can look, you can read, not read right. You just need, as we keep saying, no matter what, when it comes down to business, it's not easy. And I think there's definitely this thing where you come from. I'm not saying I don't know little man's background. I don't know bouncer's literal class background but when you come from the ends let's just say and you don't have all the clues of business and all that type of stuff there's this easy way out or this like okay i'm going to model myself on the icons in the industry so maybe i'm going to think mm. fancy myself as a bit of a suge knight or i fancy myself as a bit of a diddy and you do the things that you see in public and you hear the thing like yeah that's how it goes that's as auntie Shade said or as we've said we've said it many times before business doesn't have to be shady it really doesn't mm. we enact and we perpetrate the stereotypes and the myths that business has to be shady you've got to be cutthroat to be cutthroat to make it you got it's all this enforced stereotypical negative behavior where actually if what happens to the person that actually just makes honest deals how I mean, where, how do we change the trend, and what happens there? And is it? I, I guess, I guess Bouncer is saying he he's done it honestly. honestly. Like he's put he money he in to man that in a brand. But did he say to him, "I'm going to trademark your name"? No, no. He and did I'm, all of this as right. like I'm doing business stuff. So right. he bought the domain. What if he turned around and said, "I'm trademarking your name"? I mean, bouncers, he'd fucking lose because how many things are called bouncer? But, but mm, my point is that yeah. it it's shady the way that he did it. And even if he did say to him, I'm going to trademark your name, he would have had to have said, but I'm going to own that trademark. Right. It's in my name. He would have had to ha agree to that because why would it's It's dodgy. It's, and for bouncer to make it like, oh, I didn't and I haven't made anything and you can have it. Like, 
But you know what you did was wrong. You know what you Listen, did was wrong. You know the lack of accountability on yeah. that part. Do you know what I mean? So I get it in terms of like when you have an artist, you're managing someone and you're putting the time or effort. It, managing is such a thankless role. That's mm. why I try not to do that anymore. Like I used to be a manager, manage creative people and stuff. And it's just such a thankless role. And you will give your life. And sometimes they just don't give a shit. And also as well, they might not even make it anyway. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like... Those that time, energy, effort, like he built his twit, um, his TikTok or something, yeah. do you know what I mean, to 50, 50k or whatever kind of thing, like doing content, all this kind of stuff, you know, helping him and also like trying to encourage him to stay out of prison. That's definitely commendable, but that's kind of like your job as a manager. Do you know what as I mean? That's, that's that's basically what you're supposed to do, isn't it? You have to make sure your, your client is in a right frame of mind and that obviously in this day and age are pumping out content so you get followers and likes and views etc that's that's part of it um if you don't have a team covering that for you so it's just like i get I, I get that you're um annoyed with what he's saying and i do get what sideman was saying it's just like actually a lot of um you see this with a lot of artists is that when they're breaking up with their managers or labels and stuff they 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 come for their they come for them basically and they yeah. never speak well of them um and he was basically saying that you know but you were happy to sign the deal in the first place like and i think i'm i'm kind of 50 50 with that like i i get it in 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 some respects like i can get how like artists and 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 talent can feel like hard done by and everything like that because you know in the beginning it's always uh, brighter and more exciting and then then yeah. you know what you what you think it is and the reality it's fucking hard it's one of the hardest things that you could ever do like as a chosen career path it's just it's relentless it's 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 you know, it's, 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 it's exhausting, to be honest. And I think that, but on the other side, yeah, it's a thankless role and you might put in all that energy and you will, sometimes you won't get anything back. And maybe, and at what point, what point did um, Bouncer trademark all this stuff? Because it was at it because he's realised so much effort at the beginning? It was at the beginning. Oh, okay, okay, I was going to, okay. So she was cutting... So from when he was in, he was in prison, actually, when he put all of these things in place. That's why I feel oh, for him, because I'm like, actually, you took a punt on, if I invest in this guy, I think that he could become a celebrity. But perfect. Wouldn't he be the perfect candidate for manipulation, though, as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's an argument, isn't it? Mm. All right, so I mean, if, if I'm, I'm not saying he did, I'm just saying like bounces um, DMs and get him to sponsor us. Is this a no? Okay, moving on. Have we, have we, um, <laughs> do we think, want to talk about? Can you invest in things? I think he should invest in the answer. He's going to do that. But the thing is, actually, you know what? Every relationship is different. We, there's no way you're going to be coming to brand up and to take. I mean, can you imagine parts. him trying to manipulate us? Like, be real. I mean, come on, us four. You know us. what? To be fair, let me let me not even be too cocky because you know stranger things have happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just What's I feel cool? like this a conversation. So you never know. You know it's I mean? a different conversation with us, every but the four of us it's a different conversation with every different person. We could have a no, work is. with answer, and it's a whole different thing, and we all get you know, all make money, and it's all good. It's a different That's conversation. Right. Definitely, it would be harder to pull one over on all of us. I, I would like to hope. <laughs> all right, let's go. Um, so, no, the fuckeries, I'm not signing. No, 
one of us is gonna say that shit. About yeah. just got money, you know. Yeah, you see, Auntie Nana's gonna be like, I just wanna be by the beach. So I'm like, how much did you put in it and how much am I getting? And I'm going to be like, no, me. Where's it? Let me read right, the story. Let's move on. Let's move on. So, <laughs> we, I, yeah, yeah, it's long. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's long. Um, let's meet about, let's have a conversation about so in it. Swiss Beats, I want to talk about Versus because just because I watched, finally watched the Bone Thugs and Three Six Mafia, but of six, and I watched the Stephanie Mills and um, Shaka Khan Versus. Shaka Khan was in a different planet. And Bone Fugs and Three Six Mafia had a fight on stage. Yeah. Now, Swiss Beats has recently took to social, taken to social media to say, um, complain about the behaviour of some of the, the acts that have been booked for versus. He said, "Ain't done a show in 23 summers. I want to charge us like they sold out stadium prices." Talking about yesterday's price, not today's price. Shit. He's also said, talking about we're not going on stage until my homie calls from Rikers to do the prayer, um, and all that type of stuff. Performing drunk coming on stage after getting paid, 10 shows in one versus just to get on stage, drunk as fuck and later. Um, all that type of stuff. So he's just calling everybody out for their bad behavior because everyone's now making in demands and stuff like that. So he said he's got new rules. If you don't start on time, you don't get paid on time. Versus is not free. They charge us five times and they do non-black shows. So there's also those kind of things behind the scenes. And I can just imagine what it would be like dealing with different acts who would definitely have delusions of self-importance who definitely think that they deserve more, who definitely have narcotical problems and alcohol <laughs> problems and all sorts of problems, mental I problems. Can to that. And this is the thing. So what would you do? So my question is to be a nice quick one. What would you do to ensure your verses rolls safe? And next me, what rules would you have in place on acts? And what would be your thing? Because he's putting in rules. I, I, I'm sure people are going to still have problems with it. Start calling him out and start saying this is a you know, capitalism and it's all sold out to the devil yeah. and it's all you corporate you, yeah, and all that type of stuff. What do you think? What do you think about it in general anyway? Um, I, I watched it and I think everything he said was absolutely fair. Like that versus for me, I thought was going to be the first versus to go absolutely left. Like when they started fighting, I was like, this is, this is long. This isn't happening anymore. Like it's going to, Security's gonna come and it's gonna be like, okay, folks, go home. Like it, it, it was disgraceful, but it wasn't all of Bone Fugs, and I love Bone Fugs and Harmony. No, probably like my favorite hip hop act ever because they're no, like the no. only ones that I really, really listen to. Um, but Busy Busy Bones has issues in it. He's had issues yes. for years. Like he's a liability, he's and the he showed himself one. to still be a liability in this day and age he was the one that was late he was the one that was waiting for the homie that was in prison to come no, actually so to be fair busy bone did come to twitter and say what is he's not talking about us we weren't late and we didn't need anyone to wait for the rikers island prayer who, who was However, the prayer they haven't swiss hasn't said and to be and the drunk thing i, I, I mean auntie shaka I don't, I don't know what her, her problem was but auntie no, shaka i think was she on was on more level. than then yeah then, it was definitely legend auntie shaka shot it was hilarious but i was like wow she I was, think it was something in her own else. That's like you know she's lucky that it was with stephanie mills who loves her but i, who I, I, her I, think, he, I think he has to have i think you have to go into these things with um especially when you go onto the i guess i don't want to call them fringe artists but they are a bit like left 
like that you oh, know sure. that you you you're bringing them in i think there has to be real rules for them like you can't you can't do this you can't be shoddy and if you are shoddy i don't even think it should be that you get paid late i think it should be you get paid less you get fined or you don't you like if you're less, late yeah. yeah you get fined every 10 minutes that you're late coming to stage like i think that i would i would be up for doing something like that cuz you can't you can't keep people waiting and you can't do shoddy shit and you can't have a fight on stage. <laughs> if you fight, you shouldn't get paid. I think that's a, or you get paid 20% of what I was going to pay you because you had a fight. I think that's fair, but you, you can't, you can't fight. It's not okay. This is And you also okay. can't turn up half cut and not do your lyrics. You can't do that either. I mean, and you can't... I mean, I mean, <laughs> They know what they're getting. They know what they're they're paying for. At the end of the day, they know that 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 fight will be watched. How many times we shared? How many times? So yeah. although he might not like it, it doesn't necessarily hurt the brand properly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it not does like in some cases. Sponsorship over a busy bone fight. Like they're not going to lose sponsorship. That's what they expect in hip hop. They expect the feuds, the battles, all that kind of stuff. Like it's probably. Probably like people will see it as like are oh, the most hip hop verses. It's do you know what I mean? Like where it's kind of going into a path of where it's getting a bit more commercial um, and stuff. Like I think it gives it not to say I agree with the fighting, but it gives it a bit more edge. Like you don't know what you're gonna get on the next one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't do it. I think it's just so high risk <laughs> for me as an event manager. I would not want this headache at all. Like no. No, I'm not interested at all. Like, you can't control people like that. Like, you just can't. Like, there's no measures you can put in place where they're going to give a shit enough to to actually follow them. No, they're self-destructive, I think, at that point. I think it becomes anything like if you're booking guests for a show and you're understanding, you've got to understand their liabilities, what they've got, what their foibles are. And I think that comes to play. In my mind, I assume that everyone in Hollywood knows everyone's secrets. I know that's a bit naive. So I'm sure there's, you know, people have, well-hidden secrets or you know so i think there's like if you're going to invite two very hood groups then yeah you might have to have some extra things in place like okay you guys from different ends different states different codes you know you're, you rep certain and gangs long-standing or whatever the case long-standing beef so you're going to get that you know there's so in hindsight or foresight Let's put some things in place to ensure that your business doesn't get damaged. And I think there's there is because like he says, they get charged five times more. But there does come a point where it becomes too black and they're like, no, shut this shit down. I think and especially the bigger they get and the more, you know, they've traded a lot on being with. It's, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but like, uh, it's not the UK. Like, someone will take it. This is, do you know what I mean? They just need to go to a different state and do it there. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's, it's not that like hip hop how it is that they will do it i mean i think he's just saying his fears but i just don't think it's a reality like it will happen they had from when you've had like the source awards and the things that happened there mm. back in the 90s do you know what i mean this is awards, minor <laughs> like, so source minor. Awards, um ended up shutting well, i mean well, uh, in the mm, did they get shut down that's where they went out of steam but the source Awards has had, had problems, problems and it's finding a venue and letting something grow and elevate out of no, it got shut down yeah, so the, got I, remember, 
but you just have to pay the police officer or you pay you pay the police you pay the state do you know what i mean for it to happen and there, there will always be like a demand like i don't think it's like i don't think this is uh, so you have to take into. I think you have to, uh, this. I don't think this particular one is the one, but I think foresight. You can't. I don't think Twist and Timberland can trade on the fact that this is hip hop because there isn't definitely a clamp on hip hop events. Mm-hmm. And I think because even with um, um, Mobos, look what Mobos has been through. He's had to go regional because of the. Yeah, inner- that's UK though. I don't. I don't think it's. The, I don't think it's the same. That's that's not the same. That there's. Like, how can I explain it? Like, in in the UK, London is the place. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's the pinnacle where you can go. Whereas in the US, it's not just Atlanta. It's New York. Do you know what I mean? There's more places you can go. Like, look what Kanye done to Wyoming. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you can go frigging anywhere. Like, seriously, and create a buzz if you want to. Mm. Or create something if you want to. And you just go where you've got a good relationship with the police or good relationship with governors and make your event happen like i think it's that's what people do all the time i'm not trying to like trivialize but i just think like this is swiss beats being swiss beats like do you know what i mean just getting on a platform and complaining do you know what i mean because he weren't in control of the situation like and it looks he thinks it looks badly on him but i'm telling you something that the the numbers and the metrics behind that um do you know what i mean they're going to be eating off that 100 percent. they're not going to get i get I get that, but then is there anything? So, you, do, is it a thing where you book you book guests and just let it happen? So, if a guest is late, there's no rules. No, no, in no. Place. no. Pers- I, that's what I'm saying. Personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Touch you it. wouldn't find if people come on like they come up late. They, you would. Oh, you just wouldn't do it. No, um, no way. No way. I'm not doing this. It's crazy. I'm just far off. There are certain people that you book will get booked, and they know already that they're going to be problematic. It's it's, it's mm-hmm. factual. Like, there's no way that he wouldn't have known that bone thugs and harmony, ha- harmony have less harmony than uh, yeah. bone thugs. <laughs> there's no way he didn't know that. So, like Auntie Sade said, he is going to be eating off of this. It's just because he wasn't able to control the situation, probably how he thought he could have controlled the situation. But with some talent, there was no controlling them. And I say that with experience. I have experienced people arriving on site, and these are not necessarily people that I've booked because I'm just a venue, and you can't control them. But the people who have booked them understand, and when you go to those people and you say to them, this is what's happening, they're like, well, there's nothing I can do. Or they do a lot of talking, but they don't have much action. When they're booking people, they really need to be understanding of the type of person that they're booking and the consequences that can happen. That could have been very, 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 very dangerous. Mm, Very dangerous. Yeah, I, I think I think they knew that as well. It all yeah. adds to it, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he knows what he's doing, and even complaining about it afterwards, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, but also I do think, yeah, you put things in place, especially about the timing. they get adhered to, I think you put things in place the best you can. You do, and and you can put things in place because I've certainly put certain things in place, but there's only so much that's in my power. Yeah, because I'm not the production. You put things in place. He is. He. No, because because he's talking about the things that, ha- like, you go. Know, people come. Maybe, maybe he hasn't thought. Maybe new things have come up. He's like, okay, you know what? Yeah, you but know, it could be, it could be like, okay, he booked them a flight. They didn't get on the first flight. They had to rebook. Or do you know what I mean? That like, kind of thing. He can't control that. No, he can't. There's a, that's what I mean. There's certain people that you book and you know that you're not going to be able to control them because they don't follow, they don't adhere to the rules. So if you're going to, if you are going to go ahead and you're going to book these people, you got to be able to understand that this is how they, this is how they come. 
You're trying to tell me that they don't have a reputation for doing this type of shit. And he didn't know. What was it a surprise to you that Bone Hogs, Fugs and Harmony were late and they didn't come and all the shit? That wasn't a surprise to you. You knew. And you're gonna be eating off of this. And there no, is most know. definitely, there is most definitely an element of what Auntie Shade said. This is just Swiss being Swiss, because this is what he does. I think I'm taking away the person because I don't really know his annoying personality. Well, actually, well, I'm saying that and I do. But I'm I I, I do think that there's an element where you don't know. I, I I don't know what he knows, what he doesn't know, and I think there could be an element of you know you think someone's going to respect your thing and not disrespect your event that you put on and be more grateful that this is what's happening. And I'm bringing you into the limelight, so you could be taken by surprise by certain behaviours. And I guess my thought is, what do you put in place? Because I think to be fair, if you're going to complain, then you have to have higher consequences. So people actually really take into account. Like, do you know what? If I come and do these type of things. I'm going to lose my bag. That's what it has to be. He can't just come to social media and start complaining because you then have to be followed through and have things where people actually will feel a loss if they come and do nonsense. Because it's also disrespecting something that someone's putting on to bring you out of the depths of obscurity <laughs> when no one's even buying your records or even listening to you for 20 years. And then you've come. So I think there's an element of they, that you can think like that. It's just whether or not it will work for you. But I definitely think you have every right if you've got a brand and people to respect your thing as well. Because there's an element from what he's saying. It's not just about that. It's also in general people thinking that they can demand more money, which you can do that and all that type of stuff. It's similar to whether, you know, when, um, what's her name? Monique believed that Netflix should pay her more and other people were like, well, boy, are you as bankable as Dave Chappelle? You know, there's that type of conversation where there's some people, and I'm not taking sides on this Monique thing, but bringing it away from that, from some obscure artists with delusions of grandeur, where I should be paid 50 million, whereas really no, and you're taking a pick because you know that I'm making money off of verses. I think there's rights to be put things in place like, don't disrespect my thing either, because you're actually disrespecting me by turning up late and drunk and doing those things, I think. Yeah, no, I yeah. think I think you're absolutely right. I just I, I have a hard time believing that he would be unaware of this. Like I just yeah. don't I just don't believe that at all. Yeah, I understand and if that. he I doesn't know personally, his team knows, whoever's putting on the event, they would know, the booker would know. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Like, the the venue would know. And if they don't know they're like, super incompetent. Like, do you know what I mean? Like they're 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 super incompetent. Like it's, that's that would just be insane. But I just don't I don't know. Uh, personally, like I said, I would I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> this is great. Just, it's just crazy. And also as well, it depends how artists like when you're saying about pay. It kind of depends how artists get paid. Not all artists get paid after the fact. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Cool. They don't cool. all get. You know, sometimes they get they get fifty percent up front. Sometimes they get a hundred percent up front. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. They might get it in a bag of cash, <laughs> like when they step on stage. <laughs> you're gonna yeah, get what you're yeah. gonna get. That kind of thing. <laughs> You don't even know if the managers warned them and said, you know what, this guy is unstable at the moment. And they said, we want him anyway, because it's yeah. Botox. That could happen too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Like, I think there's definitely scenarios. I think definitely when you're thinking about it, as you're saying, you wouldn't do it. But I'm thinking if I would do it, then maybe there's some things that I would think about. And I would, I would still as well, versus doesn't work unless you have people rivalry. that want that people that the audiences want to see. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, would, I, yeah. I probably would have watched Bone Thugs. I just didn't. I didn't catch it because I would want to see that. You know, yeah. like I wanted to see Monica and Brandy. Like I wanted to see. What's the other one that I really watched? I can't remember. But like, there, there are key ones that I want to see. If they didn't have those people, I'm not watching it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? So they need. It's a two way. It's a two way thing. I think it's a two way thing. Like I think there's an element where art is also respect the brand, isn't it? I think there's that. You have every right to to say have a conversation. 
whether it's Swiss Beats or if it's us doing something and you're like, you're disrespecting me thinking that you could just come on your and just disrespect my brand, what I've built up as well. I think that, I think that's where I'm coming from and that type of, what's that conversation? How do you shape that? And I do, I do like, obviously we don't know, but it, that even itself works two way. Are they respecting? Yeah, absolutely, the absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That kind of thing. Who knows, who knows what down, went down for them to even get to that point? Because it's even, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you could, there's just so many things. There's just so many freaking things. They could have got to the room and their, their rider wasn't there. They had to buy their own drinks. They'll be pissed off. Do you know what I mean? Like so, so, so many things could happen, you know? Um, do we want to talk about Love Island Tristan, or please? No, Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's just quickly. Just quickly. Does anybody feel sorry for Chloe? Yeah, I do, because no one wants to have a baby with somebody and they fuck out on you, and then you go, you take them back because you still love them and you mm. have a child with them, and then they fuck out on you again. Yeah. So yeah, I feel sorry for her. Is she an idiot? Probably. But a lot of people can be in those situations. So, yeah, I feel sorry for her. I think he's a fucking world-class prick, but I do feel sorry for her. What he, you know, like, and also the baby's been born now. It was a little boy, apparently. Yeah. So, you know, I, I do feel sorry for her. She, she, we can all sit here and say she shouldn't have taken him back. But a lot of people, when they have kids with someone who they maybe know isn't right for them, will try and try and try because they have this idea in their head of, I must stay with the father of my child. I must stay with the mother of my child, despite all the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations and the fact that we are just not right for each other. They stay with them. So that's what she did. I think my, 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 it's not, I feel sorry. I feel like if it was my friend, which I'm, I'm I know that people have been in this situation, um, it'd be like a, I'll be a sympathetic shoulder. But um, I wouldn't be like, oh, I, I, you know, yeah. If a friend, if I put it in that situation, yes, yeah, it's, it's not a great thing. And you can't, women been done over so many times by wayward guys and wayward dicks. It just depends on if she doubled down because there does come a point when you'd like, girl, you know your man's annoying or rubbish. I keep telling you, I keep telling you. Why are you sticking around with them? And so then there's an element you lose empathy, you lose sympathy for that person when you've kind of told them and they're being hard is. And I don't know, Chloe, to know whether she's hard is or she genuinely was in a state of disarray and forlornness and thought, I can make it work with this man and I have to have him. So I don't know, Chloe, like that. I know in a friend situation, it's either they got, I've told them and told them, told them they refused to listen or they literally were like so headstrong, falling in love and they just didn't know their way out. They couldn't find their way out and they got done over again. As for Tristan, I mean, this is just a sensational headline. You offered someone 75K to keep quiet about her pregnancy. To keep quiet? How does that even work? No, quiet. no, that was like 75 to it's have an abortion. Yeah. Oh, Not it says to, to keep quiet. Oh, okay. It just yeah. The headline on the sun says 75K to keep quiet about her pregnancy. It, it was literally moment. like, to, like yeah. I will give you 75 grand. You get rid of this baby and you, because this is what I'm giving you. So if you have okay. this baby, I'm not giving you anything, or I'm going to give you the state. No, in, in, the, in, that, in the article, it says the paperwork states that you are aware that I'm retiring after the season. So in terms of support, it will be whatever is required monthly for someone who's unemployed. It's Texas, so it will only be a couple of hundred dollars. So you're better off taking this 75k I'm offering because you won't get nothing near that with having a kid with a father who's unemployed. So it's with the baby in mind. I, I, that's what I still don't quote. get how you got that. No, I was getting that's the quote. That's what I'm saying. Money, I'm going to give you 75, okay. and you don't have the child. 
No, well, this is basically to do with, it was in, in a note, basically that's a legal document about why he's offering the 75K. I mean, I, I get that it could be to have an abortion, but in this it's laid out as in, take this 75K because getting it from me when I'm unemployed, you're not going to get as much. So this 75K would be better for you. Yes, yeah, so you're not have gonna get the abortion because of what because if I have if you have the baby, you're not gonna get any money. Yeah. Okay. He's that's that's how I took that. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I took it like the don't have this child, but I don't really I don't feel sorry for her because he was with the girl that see that's touch that. and go, and that's what people he, say. He left her for Chloe and she was pregnant. I don't so like, that's, like that's been disproven mm, though. That has been disproven. The timeline, yeah, that's been disproven. So that's what people fling when they fling the mud. And I'm not saying that Chloe is innocent in everything, but that's been disproven. So I think that I'm not uh, the reasons why I don't feel sorry for Chloe is because number one, she lied about her fertility situation with Lamar. So she's a proven liar about a very serious thing. So I will never no 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 this is my opinion. I will never personally forgive her for that level of deceit that she done on national television. And also the way she handled Jordan, cause she went for Jordan's throat, who yeah. was young at the time. She offered her no sympathy whatsoever kind of thing and was happy to have people come for her neck. And yeah. so now I'm just like, okay, Chloe. Okay, you made a stupid decision. Okay. Cool. I can't feel sorry for you, babe. I can't feel sorry for you because when it's when the shoes on the other foot with other people, you let people go to the wall. So fuck you in it. That's the okay. Way. Just to come I back agree. on that. Just to come back on that because you know I'm gonna come back on that. I no, won't no, have no. a baby with a fucking crackhead either, and I am gonna lie with fucking national television. No, but you don't have to lie like I'm that. Not though. Baby with a crackhead. No, you don't have to lie. But, you know, no, but like she that. lies to him, and they were being filmed and all of that stuff. Television, like she doesn't she know. Been, that's gonna go back to she did know. I'm not saying that she didn't, but I understand. She did know, and I'm not saying that she didn't. The whole as I was saying. I'm not having a fucking baby with a fucking crackhead. You don't have to. And if I'm in the middle of filming and I discover that my man is a crackhead and he's using the man Your case, first thing is like, oh, oh yeah, okay, I can't have kids. Kids. And he wants to have a baby. Time. I'm not going to have a baby. But I love him because he's my fucking husband. I think we trivialise, like, emotion sometimes. No, no, no. That's, we're trivialising a lie. No, I'm You're not trivialising a lie. I'm not trivialising a lie. Big clock. Well, I'm not trivializing the lie. I said I wouldn't have a, with a cracking husband is telling me to let's have a baby, let's have a baby. I'd make up an excuse husband too. Because I'm not having a husband for my crackhead baby. I said previously, Cody put she made her bed, she has to lie in it, right? She has to lie in her bed. She chose that bed. The Jordan situation, I cannot say that if my little, if my, if my niece's best friend, who I have raised as like my, as another niece and has been around me, and then she's gone and done that with my baby father, I cannot say that I'm just going to be with you. I probably wouldn't. I'd probably come to her with no, Marvin. This is my opinion. I'd probably come to her with more vim because for me, I treated you like family and I like me and you, like I've rode with you like family. You mean so much to me. And then you did this. 
And then there's an the element of the prickness with this dude. And I'm not excusing her, more as I said family before. Than your baby but, hmm. What's that? More family than your baby father. No, I didn't say that. And if you remember at the start, she wasn't taken back, Tristan. She was more angry with Jordan. If you remember at the start, she wasn't taken back, she Tristan. Was, she, she, was, she was more angry with Jordan, but look at her now. Was, this is what I'm saying. So and I'm all, saying, you're not talking, talking, talking about why she was angry man. with Jordan. She's a liar. That's she tried to go to Jordan because she thought that she was... So, so, okay, so Charlotte, you're telling me, yeah, you're telling me, yeah, you're, you're honestly going to step in. Wait, wait, one of the time. You know this is all I do. For the Smiths being this popular, because if the Smiths didn't jump in to save Jordan, the Jordan would not have been in the first place. You cannot excuse people are people are backing Jordan for the shit because she's a black girl. People and she's that's why people are backing her. Jordan is a little bitch who should not have done that to Chloe. I don't care what wow. color skin is, she shouldn't have done it. Wow. She, she should have fucking done it. I don't give a fucking fuck. She should not have done it. You cannot tell me that. Shani, let's be real. You can't tell me that one of your nieces who, like your niece's friends who you say are like nieces to you, who you <laughs> like your family. If you had a if you had a man who you had a child with and they knew that you got a child with this man and they did this to you, you cannot tell me that you would have come with them with all the fucking personally, personally, I think, I think Chloe knew about Tristan's misgivings already. I'm not talking about you are blending about how Jordan, the reaction with Jordan. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Chloe's an idiot because Tristan, Tristan well, has I think that black women Tristan has four. Young ones on one side. Tristan has four. I am not. I, just because you're a black woman doesn't make what you did right, wrong or right. No, I'm not saying that. She was another person and she was 21. We've sat here before and we've said that people at 21 years old, they know what they're doing. So we can't sit here now and say that that's not the case because we want to because we want to defend one against the other. Can you cannot tell me? Pause, you pause, 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 pause. Can can I so remember when Chloe was pregnant with True, there yeah. was two girls that we saw footage of having an affair with Tristan. That happened while she was pregnant. That went forward. So you already know this dude is a bit of a shithead. Mm -hmm. The previous girlfriend, it literally is seven, no, it's, it's 10 months apart from the two kids. From his son with the girl who says, I was with him when he got with Chloe. It's 10 months apart, those two kids. So, you know he has not, a dubious... It's not two kids. It's not 10 months apart for the two kids. It's not. That's what I just the said. Age, the age gap is not 10 months. Okay, all right. So, we can discount that, but they're close in age. But can I just say something to you? Because I know where you're going with this. Chloe knew that Tristan's a shithead. I'm not, okay. I'm not saying that. That's, that's all not I'm saying. But, oh, no, but, right. no, but listen. But I am not saying... Point. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. All right, so Chloe knows this dude has a history of serially cheating. Just on her. So forget the girl before, just on her. You're pregnant, he cheated twice. That's come out. Now, I wouldn't put it past somebody that's going to cheat on me when I'm pregnant to then be chatting to friends and literally trying to cheat on me with my friends. I understand Agreed. her vexation with Jordan because it's like, we all know this is Tristan. He cheated on me when I was pregnant and now he's coming to you. She's saying she was drunk, but he's come to her. I think 
the vim that she had for Jordan is not warranted when this man has cheated on you when you was pregnant. He should clearly so. be I your think... target of he's a shithead than you coming for Jordan. Really. I, I... What I'm saying to you is, and this is the point that I'm trying to make, and I think it's getting misconstrued in all of this, right? I, under this, I am under, under no circumstances at all am I saying that Chloe shouldn't have known about um, Tristan. I'm not saying that Tristan shouldn't have received all the fire that she had to give him. I am not saying that. However, what I am saying is this. The vim that she gave to Jordan as a person that she loved, as a person that she considered family, that was warranted. And I tell you why, you don't do that. You don't do that to somebody who is your family and all of the excuses of you were drunk. Why did you go there in the first place? Like you said, you know about Tristan because you're here. Why did you sit on his lap? Like you said, what, there's, there's things that, why didn't you tell? Why didn't you tell Kylie when you got home what had happened? There are things that she is to blame at, with as well. Mm. Chloe, des Chloe deserves to have the respect of the person who and the relationship that she had with her. I am not saying, and I've never not said that she shouldn't have fucking put pepper in <laughs> Tristan's skin too. She should have. But and she's she a dickhead for taking him back. I've never not said that. But people want to go on like Chloe should not have had no vim for Jordan whatsoever. When this, a person, when this no, when this is a no, we only we only see. But she was public with Jordan, and she wasn't the yeah. vim was not public with Tristan. And that okay, because for me, I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what, you see what, you see like if Aquaia, you see like if Aquaia or someone. Now listen to me, hear me out. Someone super close to me, right, did something with my man. And I consider that person, my family, my heart, my love, my little sister, whoever the fuck it is to me. That and I'm how do we know there. that they're so close as you claim? Okay, I'm done. I'm Visually, I'm they I'm did out. look like they were close. Okay, because that's Kylie's friends. No, no, because like Chloe is always like Kylie was like her daughter. Like literally, it's, it was like Chloe had that relationship with Kylie. Okay. So, yeah, for, I'm I'm literally going on the show. She did kind of have like those two are my little sisters. She okay. definitely did. They 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 showed yeah, that. From, you know what? In all of this, in all yeah, of I'm this, I'm saying that's on what? the show. It, it, I don't know, but that's what they showed that she embraced Jordan like that was my little sister before what's it all happened. She kind of went on like that. But what's commonplace with women, as we well know, is that women tend to blame the other woman more than the man. And right. I think that's, that's no, the part. Because you're never, no, but you're getting twisted what I'm trying to say. In ordinary circumstances, I would def definitely agree that. You're not saying your point, that, though. I'm talking about the family scenario. I, I, I was going to say that even though it's family, I still think the same thing applies. And I think for me personally, like, I'm being very quiet because I don't watch the Kardashians the extent where I know they're ins and outs, so I can't have an opinion that's not informed by social media and headlines. So, but the only thing I saw was less fire for Tristan, which shows that Chloe was in love with Tristan and still wasn't ready to let him go. So she redirected her fresh frustration, right frustration to Jordan, but it was more and more public. And I think it's, I think there's an element of yes, family and friends and closeness and stuff like that comes into it. But I do think women tend to take out their frustration, especially if they're not ready to let go of the man on the woman because the woman's an easy target. And I think that apply. I think she has every right to cuss out 
jaws. But I think also if it's someone that you treat as family and you see as family, why are you so open to throwing them to the walls? Because then essentially she got caught up in a nonsense, which women do, and I'm not excusing it. But if you're talking about this as your family member, someone you see as family and blood and you're hurt, why do you want them to be vilified by the world? Why wouldn't you take on the big sister role and be like, you did something fucked? Because I wouldn't expect, fuck, to be honest, if you're talking about me and you as friends, I wouldn't expect you to throw me to the walls in public. I'd expect you I'm to have me up. I'm out. coming for you. I'm coming for you. And and if okay. I'm hurting, if I'm hurting, if I'm hurting and my soul is hurting, I'm coming for you because I expect more from you. Because to me, you're my friend. No, family. I get that. I get you that. But I wouldn't be like. You've been yeah. there. I expect more from you. And that is not to say that I'm not coming for him too. Because to women too often <clears throat> blame one person and don't blame the other. And I that's totally point. agree I think that's what seems like. I totally like agree like. with you, all of you there. That's what it seems like. But it's just this thing of Jordan shouldn't have had any, like, she should have. She should have taken it all. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying Tristan had something, but it was more than Tristan. (laughs) And that that, and concludes the reason why I have no sympathy for Chloe. I get that. Like I said, she made her bed in it. That's that side. She definitely made her bed. What did you expect? It's, it's them oh, ones there. And with your brethren, that's what you're going to say to them. What's what that guy <laughs> Yeah. What do what did you expect? You know, like they often think, what did we say? We said this about Summer as well. Summer Walker. Yes, that exactly. I was like, you're the next baby. Like, stop chatting about the others. Like, you think that it's going to be different. It's not going to be different. It's not going to be different. My only thing is the Jordan scenario, because it's like, I can understand why she came for her. I can get it. Because I'm coming I get what she came for I just think she I'm went for you. There's You're an element of looking at family. I thought me and you were like blood. I'm coming for you. You fucked me over differently. Our relationship is, is, is different. You shouldn't just be like, oh, babe, don't worry, it's fine. No. I don't think it should be that at all. But I just think it's very easily discarded the friendship that the family that she's, the familial ties that there was so weight and dependent. And I, really and I say that, that, and I say that having had friends, having had friends that have done less than that to my family, and we're not the same no more. And I don't expect the same either. It's just, it's just le- le- because I think I definitely would have to. I think my ego and pride. If I'm going to come for the girl, I'm going to make sure everyone sees me come for the man. I'm not going to let it look like the girl is getting more vim because I, I'm the one who cut, ends up looking like an idiot. Because she, and this is where she, this is where we're at. I think. Yeah. But anyway, she should have left that dirty dog to the side. Is what she should have done. But I mean, you know, me. she got caught up in that. I need to be with my baby mother shit, baby father shit, isn't it? Yeah, Let's she wanted the second it. child. That may still happen. She doesn't need him, just a few of his best swimmers. Just get like, she doesn't need to have any of people just want the same, She's the same guy, innit? But that's like, what um, I said to, to, at the very name? beginning. That's that's what I said at the very beginning. A lot of times people have this idea of like what they're gonna have when they have children. Like, yeah. I want all my children to be from one seat, yeah, yeah, from one yeah, lap. They're perpetuating that false no, narrative. I agree with you because okay. the, so they're gonna that? they're gonna like, suffer. right because the thing that the, the, the thing is as well about that is like your your all your siblings aren't from the same and you lot are close. Mm-hmm. So what what does it mean? Like you know what does it mean? There's, there's ways that you can have a different type of family nowadays. You don't need Let's to all come from the same dude. Okay, so um oh hold on one second i need to scroll down a little bit da, 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 da. <laughs> we need scrolling music knee in it knee says 
Auntie AK sex sound is concerning. <laughs> I really hope you don't do that in the bedroom. Yeah, so, so much pineapple. That literally is, is when, that the like, sound when the pigeons <laughs> are trying to mate. That is the sound that they make. Oh, yeah. It's awful. Okay. No, I don't like it. Stop. Uh, Ronald says, Shaka Khan has appeared intoxicated before. Stephanie Mills had had to be had had to be upset. She used to complain about not having a verse here. She mm -hmm. really looked forward to this. And uh, Candy says, Auntie Shaka has had substance issues for many years, so I don't know why people were so, so surprised by her appearance that night. Um, Candy says, I'm with you, Auntie Farah. Um, Ronald says, it's always the seemingly lightweight for the culture, topics that turn into the deepest and most heated and most interesting dis discussions. Don't it's you it's actually Don't true. you just love it? <laughs> um, Candy says, those sisters seem to keep, sorry, toxic men around them in order to have more babies with, um, with uh, more babies all with the same father. Yeah. I think Chloe wanted another baby by him. Yeah, she did. Yeah, because Courtney like, kept Scott way too long. Yeah, like after the money shoving in the mouth scenarios and Don't you know. <laughs> honestly, Chloe will have another child with this man. You know, I wouldn't put it past her at all. Yeah, she's probably got she'll some bank somewhere. These are, are the cultural icons of the 21st century. Your cultural idea. icons. <laughs> not, not, no, I don't watch that show. Never have. Um, what? Not one episode. No. Nope. Really? Oh, I'm gonna force not you. Not beginning to end. You have to watch one. Oh, if I've got to watch certain things, then you've got to watch. Yeah, that's true. You've got to watch the episode there. of the Kardashians. Why? Good episode. Why not? No, because he, I would, I would have done commentary. Oh my god, it would be so funny. You could Why be that would be hilarious. I think you need to. <laughs> if I like to watch certain things, yeah, but no, but you're saying all the things that I say about things that you want me to watch. So therefore, quick, pro no, pro but you know, pro 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 this is brainwashing. Mm. Yeah, but so some of the things that you want me to watch, like what? Oh, everything. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Blood Clot Incest. Like, no, my thing is like they'll, they'll be good and we'll like them. But if you don't like them, really, I've given up asking now. But Kardashians have never been, I don't like reality shows as well. So that's my thing as well. No, yeah. Anyway, I'm just going to say, I just want to say quickly, just before we leave, I did like all the internet reaction to not Arkaz. So Love Island, the girl that got caught doing illegal activities, her name is Kaz. And everyone, the headlines were, Kaz from Love Island gets caught doing illegal activities. And then Twitter, internet, Instagram all went mad. And then people were like, it's all right. It's not our Kaz. You yeah, need yeah. to say who you mean. It's not our Kaz. Everyone calm down. It's not our Kaz. Yeah. What is that? What is that? Oh, as in black. Because it wasn't Kaz. It wasn't black Kaz. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> that just made me laugh. <laughs> and I don't even watch the show, but I found that quite funny. Not Basically, our Kaz. Because I was in, 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 in Ghana, it's like, yeah, no, nah, that doesn't mean anything to me. I know, I, I remember that feeling when I was in Ghana, and it's like, our news was like, yeah, okay. No, it's literally because it's, it's, it's Love Island, you know, again, another show, I'm like, why? But I didn't watch, 
watch it, but I found that quite funny. Not our yeah, cast. I just didn't even know who cares. Like literally, you know, like, everyone. Yeah, but you need to watch Love Island, though. This no, is okay. that. no one needs to watch that. But you know, like <laughs> when the crime is committed, it's so funny. And the first thing you do is like you say, "Yeah." And you find that they're not yeah. black, and you're like, Phew. Yes. Yeah, no, okay. yeah, it wasn't black cars, it was yeah. other cars. Yeah. Thank you for that. Okay, so what's made you sad, mad and glad, Auntie Shadow? Um, so sad, Nick Cannon's and is it Alyssa Scott's son? Um, their yeah. baby son passed away. Um, I think, yeah, just recently yeah. due to a brain tumor. Um, so that's really, really, really sad. And there was like I also like a young boy, I feel like his name was Sylvester. He was getting bullied by his classmates and he passed away as well. So that was really, really sad. Like kids obviously dying. It's just that, oh, I can't, can't handle it. It's very upsetting. Um, I was mad at the news story that uh, some Muslim students were forced by their teacher to pray outside yep. in, in the UK. And I just, just things like that just, rage <laughs> serious it's just so out of order and they did you know they did um pray anyway but they shouldn't have to um be forced to do that at all and it's just like you know when people say that the uk isn't racist and it's just like another example again um and then i'm glad uh because the countdown to christmas i really like christmas and i'm happy it's coming <laughs> and we're not that far away and stuff so yeah i'm really happy and then also i've been watching selling sunset which i absolutely love really? okay and my mom loves really that show great. i've watched a couple of those yeah. i haven't watched it like properly properly yeah no, no I, I i just stumble upon it but i haven't watched it properly Oh, it's so good. Yeah, okay. I love it. I love it because it's like a different type of reality. Like, they're all a bit batshit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They all. But they do literally, generally have a business. And um, they sell, they sell, um, they sell, like, high-end properties, man. And it's it's pretty cool. I like, I like, um, I was always into things like grand designs as well growing up. So, like, I like seeing, like, really luxury properties and stuff. Yeah. And, like, how they're um yeah and i like that side of the business so yeah it's cool um i was sad because we sent off my mother-in-law last week um to the lovely send-off that was very sad and actually today being in ghana and just having little thoughts is, is just you know the grieving process that's been very sad uh mad about the african blacklist uh travel list that's annoying and the muslim students again racism in its, at its finest or it's worse i don't even know what's, what it is and I'm absolutely, obviously, extremely, 100% thousandly glad that I'm in Ghana right now. Apart from everything, it's just been nice to switch off because it's been a tough month. Um, yeah, and I haven't been here for 15 years, so it's reconnecting to my home. It's nice. It's just nice. So I'm glad I'm in Ghana. Auntie Farah. Sorry, I missed that whole glad bit. <laughs> <laughs> Cut out. <laughs> Um, so my sad, mad, and glad is kind of like rolled up into one thing. So Auntie Nana spoke about her earlier on, um, and I am, oh, it's just gone out of my screen. So I am glad, but sad that the situation occurred, and mad that the situation occurred. 
that the two officers who shared pictures of the murdered sisters, Bieber Henry and Nicholas Mormon, have been found guilty of gross misconduct and that they are serving two years in jail or been sent to, let's rephrase that, they've been sentenced to two years. Mm. They won't serve two years, but they've been sentenced to two years. So, yeah. and they've been fired. So I'm very mad that they fucking did that. And it, at this utterly, completely sad situation, but I'm glad that they are being, um, you know, peanut punished. I'm also very glad at the fan who I saw, our fan, at the event oh, at the other day, <laughs> at Women in Film and TV, I forgot your name, I'm so sorry, we're going to post your picture though on, on our yes. socials, so have a look, but I forgot yeah. your name, but you should be listening, so you know who you are, um, it was so <laughs> nice to meet you, hi, um, so that made me very, very glad that she came up to me and she was like, are you one of the aunties? And I was like, I am, <laughs> oh my God. Out here being recognized, she says she loves the show and she listens and she comments. So, come in. love it, love it, love it, love it. Auntie Nana, okay, <clears throat> sorry. Um, so my sad this week is um, the passing of Marvin Morgan, who was the owner of Fresh Ego and he passed at 38. We don't know um, how he passed or why at the moment. But um, yeah, just as a brand, I really admired his marketing strategies. And I remember the first time going over to Melvin O'Dooms and he had a whole kit from Fresh Ego and being like, man, when I get some money together, this is what I'm going to do with celebs. I'm going to give them like a box of goods. And yeah, I just really like admired his trajectory. So it was really sad seeing that he had passed. Um, again, I was mad at seeing the pictures of the Muslim kids outside praying. I was like, that's absolutely disgusting. Because even if they're in a classroom that is flooding or whatever, and the teacher is like, you need to leave, there should be other spaces where these kids can pray and, and it shouldn't be in a wet playground. Mm. I found that so demeaning and I was like, that's disgusting. So yeah, that made me vex. And I'm super glad that I got to spend an evening with the whole family for my niece Deva's birthday and my brothers. It's a joint, they're like two days apart. So they had a birthday together, but it was really nice just spending time with my mom and my sisters and my brother and my sister-in-law and my niece. It was a lovely evening. So I'm glad for that. Nice. Aji Farah, what's made you, what's, what's your popular opinion? No, it's hit list. So hit list. My, my hit list, funnily enough, from, leads on from um, you guys mad. My On my hit list is that fucking school that mm. made the students mm. go outside yeah. to pray because fuck you. Yeah. You are yeah. trying to tell me in the whole entire big school, you mm. can't make a space for these students. That's bullshit. Even if you told them to go into the kitchen, there are exactly that you could have taken them in in yeah. all facilities. Even if you don't have a prayer room, you can make a space. So yeah. fuck you. You're on my hit list. Yeah. And on that note, have we got any last comments before we move on? Um. Yeah. So ah, uh, Ronald. Ronald says my sad is hearing about Sade's childhood traumas. My mad is that no one rescued her, and oh. I'm glad that she rescued herself in Israel. And that's very sweet. Thank oh, you. that's lovely. Yeah. And um, Candice has asked, uh, "Are any of us watching Harlem?" I started. I I finished it in a yes. day. Me. I've got a story about this shit. I watch things. I finished it. 
I watched no. the half of one. I'm not sure about it yet. I was like that. that. I was like that. Is it a good watch? No, my flipping Amazon. You know what? Yeah, these these flipping apps that won't allow you to just log in from other computers is pissing me off. So Amazon Prime has kicked me out of one of the computers at my workshop, which I use to watch stuff because I need one for processing orders and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it won't let me in without like going through hoops and at this moment now we're saying i got to call up amazon customer service to get it working oh, that's wow. a bullshit who has time to do that but i may have to do it because i hear harlem is really good but i really wanted to watch it today and i will watch it soon but yeah i, I don't like that auntie farah has watched it and completed it already I watch things i watched that i've watched lost in space Can you watch nothing watched like, this is you know, i'm, I'm yeah. feeling like a this, failure this 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 rumors i just might not watch the <laughs> shit that you lot be watching but i be watching things i finished lost in space i finished um what's this thing that harlem i've watched it i've completed next it. week next week can we all do a you review finished, watch, lost in space. i finished okay. it i watched oh, yeah. it in like two days okay wow. is it a downer though i wanted to watch something oh, it's nice it's no oh well no you're gonna be there's parts in lost in space where you're like oh, oh okay don't I'm watch it if you want something it, up. Okay. Yeah, if you want something up, don't watch that. Yeah. And Harlem, once you've all watched it, I'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Um, Nana, do you want to do that last comment? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so my son, Chaja, said his sad is that my mum didn't mention that we were at Uncle Yao's too. Well, I did say that I spent time with the family, but whatever. But yeah, the boys were there and my husband was there at the family gathering at my brother Yao's house. Um, the Muslim children praying outside and glad he got to see his cousin Deva, which is my niece. I'm mad at Auntie Nana and her husband for making those children be up at this time and hear me swear. So Sorry, kids. It is an adult show. <laughs> you know what they were watching? They were watching you and Sade's back and forth. That's what that literally when I went to the toilet, Listen, they were there like, ooh. That's quality TV. I like Auntie Shade. This is what is gonna get us the Emmy. They were so excited. They're so my kids. Don't worry, we're we the fire's the fire's only opinions. The, the love is don't worry, we're, we're friends. We are friends. It's just fans. It's fans, man. And sometimes you don't always agree with your friends. Exactly. And that's this is, okay. This is, this is and why. That's, and that's okay. And this is why women fight to have children with the same baby father because we're all from different fathers and obviously there's dissension in the team. <laughs> You really you know when someone just ruins the moment. <laughs> oh, I calm down. I just see it differently. You know, I like think, I think this is our longest episode. We are now on three hours and and almost ten minutes. I oh, think we've wow. done longer than this before, though. Wow, wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. All right, that's it then. Anyway, that's um, <laughs> yeah, so we to the eating mangoes and <laughs> on the veranda. Surprised you even call it that and not call it something different. Oh no, are you trying to say that us Africans have like crazy words? No, no I'm not. I'm talking about her. Don't try it. Let's not do that, Auntie Nana. Okay. You don't no. want to keep the beast going. Like, no, that fucking shit. I want to keep right? the beast going. It was fun. No. 
That was your Auntie Geneva episode 88. Thank you for listening, watching, and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We're um, on all listening platforms. We're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on um, Twitter and Instagram. Do all of that stuff. And we'll be back next week at five, possibly six. Let's just see. Take care. Laters. Bye. Bye. <laughs>